And there's nothing wrong with your set. That bright light that you see, it is not an eclipse. It is just Tony Bruno's noggin. I'm Stuart Scott. That's Don't diss the dome, man. I'm Don't sorry. let me hurt you. Sir. No, it's, it's jealousy because Ebony Magazine even said last year, bald men are sexier. No so. question about it. Hey. Mark. <laughs> Summertime, summertime, some, some, summertime, 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 summertime. Are we on the air? Yeah. I like it when the girls stop by in the summer. Hey, you in the back with those French braids. What's your name? You better ask somebody. Uh, <laughs> Albuquerque. I'm sorry. Go! Drums, please. Here it is, a groove slightly transformed. Just a bit of a break from the norm. Just a little something to break the monotony. Here is Tony Bruno. Tony Bruno. It's time for the show. And do not attempt to change the channel. And there you have it. The entire Summer Song playlist in the open of today's Friday, first day of summer solstice, National Selfie Day. The day when a lot of people wake up and say, why am I wearing the hat of a team that drafted me that I'm not going to play for if you're an NBA fan? Can I start out with giving Miss Robin a roaring round of applause for the longest open in the history of radio? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we only play that once a year. Summer just ended, Tony. We're back to <laughs> school already. Can I just already. say that that is not the longest open? That is oh, not. That is not. I asked Robin to cut that down uh, three summers ago when we started busting that one out as our annual. It's you know, a- it's like you put it away. Like when you put the Christmas decorations right. away. Then you go back and you got to find them. Already, we have these. We have these evergreens that we play every year. It's right. only appropriate that the longest day of the year has the longest open of the year. Exactly. What's the matter with you, I man? Stop wearing white after that damn open. <laughs> <laughs> it's that long. It was a quality open, though, Robin. Quality open. Thank you. You're Thank welcome. You. You're welcome. There was a pregnant pause in the middle of that open, know, which is appropriate for the show. Right. What the hell's going on out there? Hello there. It's Friday, June 21st, and if you are not scoring at home. I got I got good news and bad news. Oh. I got good news and bad news. Uh-oh. You know... Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. We will have... Today is the longest day of the year, which means the longest day of sunshine. But it's also the shortest night of the year, which means it will be the shortest amount of darkness. So if you're going to go out and shoot up a strip club in Allentown tonight, or if you're going to go out and do crazy stuff... You're going to have less time in, in the darkness because tonight. Because shoot up a, a strip club in Allentown doesn't constitute as doing crazy stuff. <laughs> no, not at all. That's just normal, that's just normal uh, you know, occurrences up there. Exactly. Allentown. Well, that's what happens. Well, there was crazy shit going on here. Yeah, I mean, no, I'm talking about actually night. the other night, yesterday morning, Thursday morning in Allentown at 2 a.m. when they were shutting the factories down, they were trying to shut the strip clubs down, and then some 20-year-old dude has been charged with opening fire. At 2 a.m. at a strip club in Allentown. Damn, on a Thursday night, on a Thursday morning, actually? We're not Can't even... you wait till the weekend? 
Hey man, Thursday night is ladies' night, Tony. I'm just saying, man. It's, it is the, it's, and it is a two drink minimum. So the summer solstice, in case you slept in and were in a, I had a bender last night. Not an Aaron Bender, our good friend out there at KFI News in not, Los Angeles. A drag on Bender. No, no. Was he drafted last night? We'll get into the NBA, and I will officially rip the NBA today. No, it's not my style. But today we're going to do an all request, all request summer song. Superstar ridden show. That's what I'm talking about. We'll have, we got all of our fa- favorite summer songs loaded. And so there will not be any technical difficulties because Robin, Luigi, and I spent a good 15 minutes loading this shit up today. Was it even 15? No. I, I, I've been working on it all morning. Robin and I have been working on it all morning. No, but you, yeah, had, you, just, you just sort of slide in. Well, here. Tony, well, Tony had the hits. Robin had some quality backtracks, but then I gave you some more. Some more. You, want, you wanted all these country songs. Listen, no, I, don't I, mind went country. Two, I went two country, one rock and roll. I'm a little bit country. I'm a little rock and roll. Well, I mean, who isn't? After all, I mean, it's some great. I like. I don't like all country, but I like the good country. You know what I'm saying? Not big country, of course. <laughs> not big Bra- country. What's his name? Bryant Reeves. <laughs> Bryant Reeves not- That's some great big country knowledge right there, man. Not, not the big, group big, big country. Big country, because they're in a big country. <laughs> I'm gonna say not big country. The band big country. Exactly. See Jesus what I'm talking Christ. about here? You're not getting this anywhere else, ladies and gentlemen. Four minutes in, and the I show... I turned that damn fan all the way up to 99. Well, it was on... I had it right on you, but then Robin asked me to move. No, you gotta have more circulation. We need some circulation down. oscillate? Oscillate that bitch. All right. As someone once said. I think that's what they said at the strip club in Allentown before gunshots uh, erupted. 20 people were shot at a strip club. I didn't realize 20 people were still left in a strip <laughs> club at 2 a.m., when they shut it down and when the main stage and the side stages are already done. Well, you got to clear the lap dance room. That's what it is. Everybody's still waiting for the songs to end. Luckily, there was no sex in the champagne room, but there were shells in the, in the uh, champagne room. I don't, mean, shells, I don't mean like a spaghetti and stuffed shells on the buffet table with the sternos underneath. Yeah. You they know, get all dried out though yeah, after a while. Exactly. You got to go back yeah. and resauce them. Exactly. <laughs> How do you like this open today, Rob? Robin's got her Stanford gear on. She should be wearing her Washington Huskies gear. Porque. To commemorate the 76ers uh, pick. They once again go back to the Pac-12, where things have not gone very well for the Sixers uh, over the last couple of years. They just love to dip their toe in that Pac-12. Yes, they do. The The best part is nobody watches these games here on the East Coast, especially Washington Husky games, unless you're a degenerate gambler and you're up at midnight during the college basketball season. But we'll get to that. It's National Selfie Day today. Speaking of Dean, he's checking in. He's checking in. Speaking of degenerates. And, uh, And... it's National Selfie Day, but based on pretty much everybody I know, isn't that every day, National I'm, Selfie Day? Do we really that. need to have a National I, yeah, Selfie we don't, Day? We don't need anybody to actually remind people to take selfies. And I know a couple of people who are the absolute selfie kings and queens. Homemade delish. Yeah, Roberta. Our friend Roberta. Nobody takes more selfies than Roberta. Correct. She knows how to take a selfie alone with her husband, with three people, with four people, with 100 people. She can get 100 people into one selfie. That's how good she is. I don't know, man. I come from a time where a selfie was just me and a box of Kleenex. You know exactly. what I'm saying, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's it, man. I don't do selfies. I just don't do um, it. I might take Luigi, one tonight. Yeah. yeah. You, you still, it's still just you and a box of Kleenex. <laughs> well, it depends. She's got some lotion there some nights, too. You know what I'm saying? You got to have the lotion, and you put the lotion in the basket. On a, uh, Fan Jector. So last night, Luigi? <laughs> I had to work last night. It was this morning when I got you home. You going Jergens or you going uh, Vaseline? I mean, what's your choice of uh, lotions, potions? Uh, hey, listen, Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ didn't have any lotion. All right, so I go raw. Oh. 
You gotta, you gotta use some nah. lube or something. Nah, I'm, an old, I'm old school a la madre, all right, brother? Sometimes maybe good, sometimes, sometimes you get a hooker. Sometimes exactly. maybe good, sometimes, sometimes maybe stiff. Maybe good, sometimes maybe shit. Jesus went raw? Yeah, of course. Wow, that's some good. No, no, I thought, no, no, no come Jesus on. Jesus went olive oil. No, he didn't. Yes. No, she was way Absolutely. too skinny. He, exactly. didn't bang, he wasn't mean. banging olive oil back in the day. Ain't no carpenter hitting that. <laughs> No they always talk about anointing and with oils and stuff. Of course he did oil. Yes, extreme unction, they use oil too. You know, we don't talk enough about extreme unction. So what's he doing, turning like water into a vino at one point? <laughs> Not wine, a vino? We're going to be doing that tonight because, ladies and gentlemen, because it is the first day of summer no. and because Robin just throws shit against the wall and promises sh stuff to people. I did not. Yesterday, not she, because we asked if our Friday show should be the night show because we do Monday to Friday, 1 to 4 p.m., and so to try to mix it up, because we did a little extra bonus hour the other night to test out our phone equipment, so we did a little hour at night, and people loved it. We and played. holy the, crap, did we get a lot of uh, absolutely. comments and going, oh, my God, it's into the night. Blah. So now then, so we did a poll yesterday that I didn't see the final results. It was two. No. We had two open votes well, on the air. We had two votes. No, but I'm talking about on the yeah. Twitter oh, on poll. On the Twitter poll, did. a different story. I, got, I, I didn't see the out. final results, Robin. Can you I go can to it? Because I'm, I'm going to go to it. That was earlier yesterday. And they, uh, let's go to the polls. Let's this go to the polls, and then we'll go to the phones at 215-462-TONY. 215-462-8669. We have now an update. Yes, we do. And you know we love polls, and we love Mount Rushmore's, and we love lists on the show. So let's go to the latest poll results. Is the poll closed or is it still open, Rob? It's still open. How long was this poll? One it... hour left. So it's a 24-hour poll. It's a 24-hour poll, but it is by far, it is a clear answer that yes. Yes, 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 yes. 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 We miss into the night 74%. And how many pay people said no? 4% uh, no. We need the regular 1 to 4 programming on Fridays. And 22% um, said we need both. Both? Although I don't Wait know. Wait a minute, you had three options there? Yes. You don't give people. This isn't the. This isn't the uh, you give them two options. Yes and yes. And that's it. What the hell's the matter with this you? This isn't the Cheesecake Factory menu, which is like a phone book. You, you could beat phone, someone to death with that. With thing, a phone man. book. There is no. Is there a bigger menu than the Cheesecake Factory? I've been to Cheesecake Factory <laughs> one time in King of Prussia. The, la the lady handed me like a war and peace. I know. Yeah. It's and like, like the yellow pages used to be. Can you imagine thing? being the, sh the chef there? I couldn't. I wouldn't. I've watched the chefs. They have an unbelievable line of chefs. <laughs> unbelievable. So I say to Rob, and every time we would go there, because we lived right across the street from one in Venice, right across the street, literally. And so we'd go there a lot. And it was always packed. And there was always like an hour wait to go to Cheesecake Factory. And then they'd hand us this phone book menu. And guess what I would order? always order, Robin? Same thing. The same every thing, man. Every time. I'm like, I don't need the menu. I know what I'm having. I'm having the chicken parm with the spaghetti on the side. And the gravy was good. The sauce. The I try gravy. to mix it up every time. Not me. I, don't ha I ain't got no time to spend looking at a phone booth menu. No, hell with that, dude. Damn. You it's know what really you want, cool. you order it. Here's the problem. Like, if you go to a restaurant and you order something that's fantastic, is amazing, yep. and then the next time you go there, you're like, oh, do I want to take a chance with something that might not be as good as that first thing I had, or do I go with what I know was good? The problem is, is that we got too many damn choices. Exactly it right. Seriously, it's too many choices. It's my menu, my choice, all right? That's kind of like why I, I like the, uh, the family, <laughs> the Italian family style. You, they, 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 every time they change it up, and you get what they are making. You get what they get. Yeah. Like you, I went to... Uh, to, to it's just like it? a mom. By you the know? way, the Swedish chef this says you worked there. This is what I made there. for dinner. You're eating That's it. That's it. Exactly. <laughs> you don't like it, you don't eat. <laughs> Swedish chef says, I worked there for a while in Sweden. I didn't know they have cheesecake. And I thought, I, I thought he was joking. The Swedish chef is actually a Swedish, a Swedish chef. chef. No Oh, way. I did not know I that. I did not know that because people make up names. 
I mean, I know it's hard to believe that people will use different names that have nothing to do with what they do, especially on Twitter. But the Swedish chef, ladies and gentlemen, this is breaking news, is really a Swedish chef. Well, talk. Talk, Mr. Swedish Chef. Talk? That means thank you. Oh, Tony, we have an update right now. We have more news, another update? As we all know, Chase Utley... Yeah, you, you, have, you have your Chase Utley jersey on? I've, I've gotten my seat arrangement. I will be in section 116, row 7, which is right on top of the dugout. So every time you're watching the Phillies, left-handed hitter, you will see my face. So tonight. is that the Phillies dugout or is that the visitors' That's dugout? That's the Phillies dugout. So you'll see maybe the Philly fanatic when he dances on top of the... Uh, maybe I'll get up there with the fanatic. You'll get up there. Maybe you can pinch hit if they're down by a run and they can't get a guy in from second base with nobody out. Chase Utley right now is standing at the corner of Broad and Patterson out in public right now. No, he's not. Yes, he is. What's he doing? He's hanging out. He's taking some pictures. Is he at the Eagles open practice? Can't maybe scale defense right now, trying to get him to watch and do cone drills. <laughs> no, the Eagles aren't back till yeah. June 12, July twenty fourth. Uh, uh, he's, he's trying to get a sight of Mac Hollins. That's what he's trying to do. <laughs> I've seen more polar bear than I've seen Mac Hollins. I think he's out there waiting in front of the in front of the Wells Fargo Center to wait for Elton Brand to show us all the dollars that he saved by not drafting a bunch of stiffs. As I I, I should have tweeted this out yeah. this morning. When I back to the NBA draft, and we've got we're going to cover it. The Sixers got them, and you know this as a man who works at the art museum and understands fine arts. Of course. The Sixers got themselves a Matisse, deciding against picking Velvet Elvises to save money. Exactly. And that's basically what they did, yeah. right? You're a team, listen, you're a team that's already said you're going for it, right? You're yep. all in already. So why are you going to worry about drafting seven guys in the second round yep. who are not going to help you at all? And not all for the next couple years. Exactly. Instead of putting your putting putting your assets into getting someone who can help you in the next one to three years, because that's how short this window is from now on, and then going out and getting veteran talent for Boom. your bench. Exactly. Which is what you needed. And that's a good thing. And then Elton Brand last night. And you know, a lot of people are wondering about Elton. You know, the, the process honks. The ones who went crazy over Dario Saric and all these other guys. And, and oh, assets. and Oh, they have all those Lakers second-round picks that they accumulated. What did that do for this team? Tough, nothing. Tough. Absolutely nothing. Second-round picks. Now, for example, the San Antonio Spurs, those organizations can turn second-round picks into NBA Hall of Famers. Correct. Because they usually have good players already there, and then they look and they do European scouting. That's how they got Tony Parker. They have fantastic scouts. They have fantastic player development. And they have fantastic coaching. I think, you know, this, those are the three things you need, scouts, development, and coaching. I don't know if anybody knows that yet or is aware of that's how it works, but that's how it works. The thing is, though, is with the Sixers, all the, the, the process haunts, what you fail to understand is there's two phases to this. Yes. There's the, there's the acquisition of assets. That's phase one. And then you take those assets and you turn them into commodities. That's phase two. That's what stage we're in. We're in phase two. All right, but let's go to last night now. Last night after it's all over, and I can't believe they did two rounds in one night. I mean, who's staying up except me till 12.40 a.m. to watch an empty stinking building in Brooklyn to do the NBA draft. And I got to say this, and let me just say it right now. It's horrible. The NBA draft has now become unwatchable. And the only people who can watch this are the absolute nerds and basketball geeks. And there's nothing wrong with them. But the regular basketball fan who just wants to tune in to try to figure out what their team's doing had no clue when the announcers, when Reese Davis and the guys on the NBA Net TV mm-hmm. were sitting there. It was like a fire drill. I can't say Chinese fire drill, although we did go to the Chinese uh, Lantern Festival the other night, and fantastic. I know you were there. Mm-hmm. But so the top three picks come off, as we said yesterday, mm-hmm. as you expected, the top three guys. And then after that, 
And this is the part that makes no sense because this isn't the first year it's happened. Remember, go back to Kobe Bryant. This is every year. This but not, no, but now it is absolutely out of control. No, it's lunacy is what it is. It is. Because remember, when Kobe Bryant was drafted, mm-hmm. he was drafted by the Hornets. He was drafted by the Charlotte Hornets. Tony. And so he puts on a Charlotte Hornet hat, right. and then everybody knew he was going to be traded. Now, every single guy, it seems, or every other guy, went up there because they were being picked by a team that was going to trade them. Correct. So the Sixers player, the Sixers make a move. And, and starting in the first round, there were guys that were going up there, and now the Boston Celtics select, and now the, and then they would go up and put the hat on, and then it would have in parentheses because they can't actually make these trades till July sixth. They would have a team's hat on, knowing that they were never going to play for that team. Oh, that's stupid. How stupid well, is that? It was like the New Orleans Pelicans. They move up to eight to get um, to what you call it, to pick up um, Jackson Hayes, right? But so Jackson Hayes goes up there, but he's going to Atlanta. But he's got to put the Pelicans out. Exactly. That's my point. But that's the thing, though, is that in the, and in the NFL does it right. They already say a trade has been announced exactly. between. Exactly. All they had to do was say right. a trade has been announced between the New Orleans Pelicans and the Atlanta Hawks. The Atlanta Hawks are now on the clock. Exactly. Yeah. And then you switch. And that's it. Why, and then, would they, why would they do something if they... Because they legally cannot make a trade yes. until July that's 6th. The, that's the, the reason. Stupidest, stupid thing It is thing stupid. It, it literally needs to be changed. There's no reason for it. It makes no sense whatsoever. No. Because you want to know why? And because, it looks stupid. It makes them look stupid. And then you got... So you got the commissioner hugging a guy that went up there with the wrong hat on. Yes. And then what are you going to do with that picture? Yeah. What are you going to do with that picture? Photoshop he the right team it. on there? He can't even keep no, it. No, it's a joke. And then all that, all that, all that had... We had, want you, but we don't really want you. No, it's not that they didn't want you and then i love what they say well when the sixers make their the, the sixers moved up from 24 to 20 to make their draft pick and obviously it's the kid matisse tribal thigh from washington 22 years old go get, sh- and, go get a shooting guard who can't shoot <laughs> no they didn't get a shooting guard who can't shoot he got a guy who can play defense he's a three and d guy that's the new phrase. Now. Yeah, he's a two. He's a he's a slash two three. He's a little three undersi- and D. He's no. a little undersized for a three though. But he has no outside shot. He plays him a little defense. He gives you defense. That's what they want. Three and D. He averaged three steals, two blocks, and three points in every game. He's the new Rocco. Yeah, that's what he wants. This guy's gonna play about nine minutes a game. It doesn't matter. You're gonna sit here and rip the pick now. No, because you know any of these guys. How many Washington Huskies games did you watch at midnight? Enough to see, looking enough, to try. Enough to know Markel Fultz was a bust. I know that much. <laughs> enough to know all draft. Like I was screaming, "Take Jason Tatum for Christ's sake!" Obviously, the Sixers didn't watch Markel Fultz either. That's all I'm saying. Year. But anyway, so here's what happens. So they do all this stuff. They get a guy who looks like he could play because he's 22. He's not one of these 18 year old kids. Got upside, Tony. He's already an NBA player. He's got an NBA body. He's got the upside. He's got all the other things you want to throw out there. Three and D. I like that term. 3 and D? No, I don't like the 3D guy. I know a woman who was 3 and D, but, you know, that's, uh, that was her specialty. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> usually, usually dream in 3D. He's like, they're coming. There's orbs everywhere. There's orbs three, everywhere. 3 Thank and you. D. Thank you, Trevor, from the 203. Exactly. And, by the way, so I'm ripping the NBA, and I know people say, Tony, all you do is rip the NBA. Well, for, no. For the most part. I rip it when it's wrong. I'll rip all sports when they're wrong. Which is 24-7. <laughs> but this is a joke. And if the NBA just change the rules, that's it. It doesn't change it, the rules. It, if you're going to have your then change the draft till after July agent, right? Yeah. So because the problem is, kid gets drafted, he goes up there, then he gets interviewed wearing the wrong hat for the wrong team, and he's got an identity and, crisis right from the jump. But stuff. then you can't even say what he does for the team that drafted him mm-hmm. because he can't. Then then the then the analysts who who do this for a living they can't even say what he does for the team that's going to acquire him. So it's just, we know the guy's good. We watch video of him. But, oh, by the way, he's not going to play for this team, so we really can't tell you how he fits in to the team that he eventually will go to. It's just stupid. 
And as bad as the NFL draft is, at least as Luigi said, they make a trade, and then the team that gets the trade makes the pick. Exactly. Not the team that doesn't make the trade. Like, I love when they said last night, and I love Reese Davis, and he's terrific at what he does. But then when the Sixers make their trade with the Celtics, and the Sixers go up and make their pick, which is the Celtics' pick, they say... The Celtics are now picking for the 76ers. Exactly. No, they're not. The Celtics aren't picking for the 76ers. The Sixers, the are Sixers aren't picking for the Boston Celtics. That's what it becomes. It's stupid because all they do is, is basically I pick up the phone. I call you and say, hey, listen, take this person at this. Okay, we're done. That's it. All you, I'm calling you and just telling you to pick. Just let me make the pick myself. Exactly. It, it, it's it, stupid. It is the dumbest thing ever. It is. It's a joke. And if anybody def- – and here's the best part. So I get up this morning. I want to see – and I, I, I saw the breakdowns. I stayed up till after the draft watching it. I watched the interviews. Some of the interviews with these kids and their parents were absolutely awesome. I mean, those were the best parts. When you're watching these kids like, like Zion and talking about his mom, and then you got the kid uh, with his dad hugging and crying and talking about how they, you know, my dad and my, your mama, my mom and dad were there for me all the time. And you notice it's mostly Duke kids. Those kids are smart. They're sharp. And a lot of these kids... When you get to hear them talk, they're really smart and sharp, and they get it. And that's what you want. And that's, what the, that's the story about Matisse, because let's go to Elton Brand. Elton Brand, the Sixers GM, talked about his first pick, which he moved up four spots to get, gave away a second, moved down, gave the Celtics another pick. But the Sixers had back-to-back picks in that second round, so they basically traded one, and then they got rid of Jonathan Simmons, who was a guy that was around for a while and was nah, just you a, picked him up, picked up, him up from Orlando. He's part of the, the, the Markel Fultz trade. But exactly. Again, but again, Elton Brand doing his job as a GM, Getting this team ready to win now, exactly. not 40 years down the line Let's with second-round picks. Let's go to the video. Picks. So after, the, after last night the draft was all over, he talked about the guy he drafted, the guy they got, and moved up to get at number 20. As I've been saying all along, we have championship aspirations. So a player that can come in right now, help us play defense. We, we know the wings we're going to face in the East this year. So to get the best defensive wing, um, you know, he, he shot 35% overall um, from three. And, you know, he could play. He can play. So we needed him. We need that kind of toughness. We need that type of culture. Uh, we need that piece that can step in right now. You know, first player in 20 years to have 100 steals, 70-plus blocks. Like, amazing player. Um, he will continue to grow. He will be a shooter. He will be in this league for a long time. So we had to go get him. I'm happy we were able to get him. He's a player. He's been through a lot in his young life. Um, you know, a great human being, great, great person. Um, everyone saw the story about his mother. You know, it's just it's tough, but he, he overcame all of that. Um, very intelligent, you know, in the photography and all types of things. He's, he's a great young man. So that kind of resilience, you know, Philly's going to love him. So there's Elton Brand with a really nice explanation about why they took this kid. He's 22, and so at 22, you're certainly <clears throat> a lot more mature than a 19-year-old or an 18-year-old who hasn't played a lick of anything resembling <clears throat> professional basketball. And again, Elton Brand... Uh, Comment on the fact he's a 35% shooter from the outside, right? Yep. He, he's also a guy who can shoot, though. Like, he can shoot. Like, he sh- like I don't want to use the cliche, like, he, has, he doesn't have a broken shot. But he doesn't. He, he can develop into a, a decent three-point shooter, get it up to about 40%. But they're getting him for his defense, the ability to steal and, and lead the breaks. No, but at the— Because the Sixers' defense has really been one of their big problems. It is, but also another big problem they had is getting scoring from the bench. 
So yeah. a guy like him to come in and spell on the th- on the at the three position for them, who can shoot the three for you a little bit, but also play excellent defense, is what they needed. So that was why it was. No, a good I like fit. the pick again. I don't know anything about him. I'm not going to sit here and say, yeah, you know, I was up one night. I was watching Pac-12, and I was watching. No. Uh, I was watching Washington State and Washington playing in some Cal really State non in <laughs> Cal State <laughs> Ant Eaters. And I tell you what, man, these guys. And I like that one kid up there and on the Ant Eaters, right, who I can't believe wasn't drafted last night and I don't know what they're thinking and then bowl bowl with the spider suit one thing I gotta say the fellas were all tight last night yeah, they, they must have gone to Domenico's, to Domenico's up there right. on Frankfurt 7153 Avenue 7153 Frankfurt Avenue exactly. for all your formal wear needs and, and everybody was tight last night for the most part some people a little outlandish. No, nah, but it's Got to give them this no sock stuff going on, though. That's got, but it's summertime, man. You go with no socks in the summer. You wear a nice suit, no, and then you, you go no go socks. socks. No, you can wear, well, you, go, you wear you no wear, shows. Like, I got no shows wear, on. These no, are no shows. No, I hate those things, man. What you do is you wear the really thin summer socks. Yeah, these are them right here. Nah. These no, are no, no, shows. no, no. Those are the no shows. I hate those no shows. They remind me of grandma when she used to put that little nylon stocking under her shoe. Just yeah. so her feet oh. wouldn't rub. And now dudes are wearing these socks, well, that's which s- would irritate me. If I have a sock that's down that low under my shoe, I have to feel like I have to pull it up all the time. Listen, man. It's I, annoying. I'm from the time where to have an ankle sock, you had to curl that one <laughs> sock all the way underneath. Not geez. me. I've been consistent. I want the knee highs. I've always loved the that's knee highs. That's because you're an old... And guess what's coming back? Gutty. Guess what's coming back? Please knee don't highs. bring that back. No. Yes. You, you know what's coming back? What? Uh, Sexy? Because, no. The, all <laughs> Get out. Get out. <laughs> I don't think that ever did that ever go out of style. You know, no, back the soccer it did players, for a little while. I brought it right back. The up. soccer players are bringing it back. It's the thigh highs. Yes. Not knee highs, thigh highs. No, I don't want the thigh the highs. Have no, those are compression socks. No, those are compression. They are not. Who's compression walking around socks. wearing those? The soccer players are now wearing them during the game. So I'm sure. Oh, that during the soccer game. Yes. I'm telling you because they're wearing it during the game, it is going to leak out onto the street. That's how Absolutely. it always happens. So you see how many NBA ballers you now see wearing high. High socks, not the stupid ones inside your shoe, or not the ones that barely barely no, come up to your while, ankle. People were wearing the three quarter ones from like the Kevin Durant. <laughs> I've no, always it's worn. Going to be <clears throat> I, you, I guarantee you, you're going to see these guys wearing over the knee. No, you're not. I, I don't yes. think crew so. socks. I'm telling you right now. I don't think buy I'm crew. Go out and buy stock in crew socks. I, I don't think I want. I'm mark, buying the white mark crews. Mark the tape. Mark it's- the tape. And then next year, NBA yeah. ballers will all be wearing crew socks, and then Luigi right. will be the first guy to go on Amazon Prime and order crew socks, buy yeah. 100 right. pairs of crew socks, and then they'll come here, and then he'll bitch and have to send them back to Amazon. And then here's Tony immediately after he finds out that this is not going to work. I told you we shouldn't have committed everything, you asshole. So, so. <laughs> yeah. Crew socks, I'm telling you right now. Crew socks are like double-breasted suits. They're never they going never away. Go You're right. They never go out. As long as they're a jort to be worn. <laughs> you know, the suit, we can go from the Nehru jacket to the two-button, to the three-button, to the seven-button, back to the one-button. Oh, like a nice one-bite. A double-breasted, though, is beautiful. Double-breasted double never go out of style, right, Robin? And then collars. You can go from the gigantic no, collars no, 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 to going. the narrow collars, to the no collars, where Benny Crash used to wear Crash Brothers 937 yeah. <laughs> South Street Store of the Stars. Another plug right there, baby. <laughs> yeah, well, no, that place is long gone. I'll fire up the IROC, Tony. We'll go, we'll go out <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, there's the NBA, and, and again, what the Sixers are doing, did we play the second cut, Robin? No, it's uh, I have it ready, though. So they got rid of Jonathan Simmons, and then people said, Jonathan Simmons, who's he? Oh, not Ben Simmons, Jonathan Simmons. Right. They get rid of him, and they get rid of three of their draft picks. 
because they didn't want to waste any time in drafting guys that they would have to pay in the second round to come in and then get a couple of guys excited in the trust the process crew and then go down and see him in the D League and the G League and all the other leagues. Because let's be, let's be fair. I mean, seriously, in the, what, six years of this process, how many players have we actually developed? None. None. Exactly. So thank exactly. you. It's a waste of time. And so all these guys who are going, oh, we got the Lakers. We got three number twos from the Lakers, and they're going to suck, and then we're going to get like, oh, no. we're going to go. And then we're going to go have a podcast and bring out TJ McConnell to wave to the crowd and sign autographs. Take it easy. All right, all right. But get a hot of- <laughs> Seriously, man. It's not that serious, bro. No, I'm just giving you an example of the kind of overreaction that we see in this town. But I'll tell you what, though. Yeah. Now, I, I've been, I've been to, uh, exactly. to numerous NFL drafts with you, and you have nailed every pick with remarkable accuracy. But how good was I last night? Oh, you were phenomenal. Seriously. We'll get to that later. We don't even got to go into it. But I, I, even, I he nailed every, every He nailed every trade. trade. <laughs> he nailed all the hairstyles. Now, a lot of these guys couldn't even put hats on, no, they man. Blown outs. Like they, the blowouts are in. Now, you notice that's the thing now. Yeah, all yeah. NBA players used to be the shaved head. Then it used to be the high top fade. Then it used to be tight on the side. You know what we saw the other night when we were going out to dinner? See, we Robin? saw one of the uh, the flat tops, like a total Yeah, the can kid in play, man. The high like top fade. High They're back, too. Top. But the one, the one thing that was, was awesome last night, though, Tone, was the one kid who came up. And now it's all about the flat brims, right? The one kid came up, and he went old school, and he bent the brim yeah, you got it as back. he went up to the commissioner. See, that's, that's the thing. You can do anything. You can go bent brim. You can go straight across. Yeah. Those look stupid to me. They do. It doesn't matter, but everybody can do it. But, they can, but these I'm guys have snapbacks on. It's yeah. so like you can have like an unlimited like length around your head. It's like unlimited fit. They couldn't get it over their heads because their hair was popped out like this. <laughs> <laughs> Dean says, Tony, nobody's wearing white socks like you do, but old Italian men. That's bullshit. Go look at NBA games this year. No, it's not year. bullshit. It's true. No, it isn't. At least I'm not wearing the black thigh highs with sandals. Do you ever see those? That's no, all that's, Italian that's, guys. Yeah, there. with the with the brown loafer too. Yeah. Oh, that's bad. Yeah. Or that, shower shoes. That's never going out of style. <laughs> Ever going out of style. You talk about never going out of style. That's it. And then when they want to go swimming, they don't go put on swimming trunks. They go in and get a pair of jean shorts. Exactly. Like, like you ever see the old men do that? Like I'm gonna. Oh, I gotta get. I gotta get my swimming trunks. What are you putting on jean shorts for? I swim in these. It's ridiculous. What's the matter with you? It's ridiculous. By the way, our buddy Trevor in the 203 is still looking for IROC Zs for you. He is scanning all the magazines, the trade publications, the uh, Southington the News, every local newspaper to try to find you the right IROC Z. Well, I used to be a car salesman. It, really? didn't, it didn't work out too well for me. I have tape of it, but I mean, we can go to it after the Elton Brand thing if you'd like. All right, let's play. This is Elton Brand on why they got rid of Jonathan Simmons and just exactly what they were doing last night which actually makes sense, unlike the previous regimes that always tried to trust the process and try to sell second-round draft picks as if they were gold. Let's go to Elton again. Let me see if I could talk about that one. So for the Justin Simmons one, it's about cap space. You know, we put them into the TPE. Now we have an extra million dollars that we can use during free agency. And I I feel like I'm going to need every dollar. You know, so things like that. And then picks, they're worth a certain amount. Um, and for us, I don't think we can add. Like I said, I don't think. I know we can't add, you know, five young players to this established team, 50-plus wins two years in a row, you know, a few bounces away from going to overtime and maybe the Eastern Conference Finals or beyond. Five young players wouldn't have worked for that. You know, again, championship aspirations, a lot of young guys. The youth movement, I don't see those that, that team winning championship. But Cap... 
you know, we need flexibility. I need every dollar that I can get. So that's what a lot of those trades is about, making sure we have enough money, um, you know, so we can go into free agency and, and get the players we need. Exactly. For the first time in many years in this city. <clears throat> Someone's making sense. Yes. And dollars, because he needs a couple dollars. Every <clears throat> dollar he can get, Tony. What did he say? We're not building anything here. We have championship aspirations. It's built. Now we add. But they That's have it. to make sure that they get Jimmy Butler signed and then maybe go out. Now, now there's another story floating around. Yes, this is huge news. It's the, not huge news. Yeah. This is just as bogus as LeBron James last year at this time. I get a free steak dinner out of it. Kawhi Leonard <laughs> is going to be doing... We know where Kawhi Leonard was last night, by the way. Where was he at last night? Robin, while all everybody's watching the NBA draft and going crazy about guys wearing hats that they're never going to wear... Like you and I. Exactly. Robin found Kawhi Leonard? I found Kawhi oh, Leonard. Oh, you found Kawhi Leonard. You know what Kawhi Leonard was doing? He wasn't, he wasn't, at the, he wasn't in Brooklyn. Where was he at? Nope. He was inside the baseball yard up there in Toronto watching his Toronto Blue Jays, who stink, against the Los Angeles, Anaheim, Disneyland-adjacent Angels. Because he's just a regular fan. So he's sitting there front row right where the mesh is. You know, they had... And All he's, by got himself. His, he's got his phone out. You know why he was there? He wasn't scouting third-round picks from uh, Saskatchewan, although there were five Canadian dudes drafted in the first round. Did you yep. know that? Eight. Canada, eh? So what was he doing? Trying to get Mike Trout to come to the freaking to the Blue Jays? Uh, no. <laughs> Mike Trout, he was taping Mike Trout. Well, let's go to the tape. This is Kawhi Leonard last no, night. No, I don't, I don't have a tape. I just had a photograph of him. Oh, it's a, it's a photograph. Oh, okay. No, there's a video of it. No, it's okay. Well, you can imagine that this is what he's doing back there. So he's got... No, I sent you a video, Robin. There's a video of him sitting there with his phone. You follow me, camera guy? And it wasn't even National Selfie Day. So somebody shot a video from behind him as he's looking past this through the screen, and there is Mike Trout in the batter's box, and you hear the announcers. That's why I wanted to play the video. I thought I sent you the video. That's fantastic, though. Isn't that great? Yeah. Sorry, here it's it is. It's like greatness watching greatness. Game recognizes game, Tony. Because he's not out on the field. You know, he's, there, he's in, sitting in a great seat in the front, and he wanted to get some video of a guy who may go down as one of the greatest players of all time. Is there any doubt about that? They must have taken <clears> it down <throat> and said, sorry, that page doesn't exist anymore. Why would they take it down? This was the Toronto Blue Jays broadcast crew. That's why. <laughs> because that. nobody cares about Toronto Blue Jays baseball. He's not an Angel fan. He's certainly not a Toronto Blue Jays fan. No, he's just hanging out in Toronto. And he, you know what? He's there watching greatness. And he said, I'm going to go out. I'm not going to watch the NBA draft. It doesn't affect me. Right. I'm going to get paid, whether it's exactly. here in Toronto. And now he's going to go and go to the Nets. And, you know, he's going to do his tour. And that's what he's supposed hey, listen, to do. This, this, is the, this is the feed. This is feed Kawhi Leonard to th summer <laughs> 2019, okay? Because now he's been linked also he's going to come to Philadelphia and of talk course. with the Sixers. And I guarantee you all the local yahoos in this town, and they're not all yahoos, just most of them. Most of them. They'll be oh, his, there'll be reports. He's up there in, in, in on the main line. No, he's up in Villanova looking at mansions. I understand that uh, his, his, his second cousin's third brother-in-law's kid was up there looking for schools. Remember last year LeBron yeah. came? And everybody, because he and Ben Simmons were tight, and he's trying to get Ben Simmons to go to L.A., He's in Philly. Oh, he's up on the main line. So the video was removed, but the photograph of him videotaping is there. Today. It is. So there's there's Kawhi Leonard, good seat right in front. Luigi won't even be that close tonight. I'll be close, but not. But that there's close. Mike Trout at the plate at the dish 
with the with the bat way yeah. high in the air. <laughs> dozens and dozens upon hand to watch this. No, game. there was a good crowd. There's man. like sixteen people in the lower bowl. No, now look over there and down the first baseline. Yeah, What's the matter with you? Look to the left of those people. There's yeah. no one there. What, what other reason to go to watch a ball game other than Mike Trout's in town? Let me see Kawhi Leonard one more time before he leaves Toronto. Nobody for knew good. Kawhi was there. It's your last chance to see him in Toronto, Tony. What are you talking about? He's gone after this. I believe our own John Clark, our good buddy, is already at Philadelphia International Airport. Awaiting his arrival. He was delayed, though, during the refinery fire this morning. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, he had to go Jeez. out to the airport to be Johnny Airport, waiting for Kawhi Leonard to come to town to go to uh, Del Frisco's and get wined and dined by the 76ers. Someone texted me, said they got a alert on their phone thinking if Funkin' Fancy went live. <laughs> and I was like, no, 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 it's a real fire. Well, wait a minute, I have breaking news from my sources deep within the Philadelphia Steakhouse community. No. Kawhi Leonard. My sources tell me will not be going to Del Frisco Steakhouse. Where's he going, Tony? When he comes to Philly with Elton Brand. <coughs> Pardon me, let me say. We're waiting with bated breath here to know exactly where he's going, Tony. And I have concrete proof. You know you need proof, and there's, this isn't speculation. Go ahead. Sixer GM Elton Brand has told my sources that hey, we're going to take him to Del Frisco's but they're going to have to go to Sizzler instead because he needs every dollar to get free agents That's true. Here. That is very There's true. There's no way you go to Del Frisco's to wine and dine a guy when you're seeing saying, I need every dollar to make sure we go out. Well, there. you know you save a buck. You could, take a, you could pick a page out of LeBron James's playbook. And what do you do? And you just take him out on Tuesday. <laughs> and you go out for Taco Tuesday. Taco Tuesday. Now, Tony, you mentioned... What day is it, Robin? What day? What is it, Z? <laughs> What is it? What day is it, Kawhi Leonard? It's Doc. What is it? We need to get LeBron to record a Red Wine Friday one for us. Absolutely. God, I love that. See what I mean? so adorable. Love that stuff, man. That's how you save a buck. You down with TPE? Of course. There's nothing better than listening to dads having fun with their kids. Did you see the latest with that dad with the little kid on the sofa watching TV. Yeah, and you're having a conversation. But now, like, Wendy's or somebody picked it up. Oh, I, I you yeah. knew somebody was going yeah, to. Yeah, but they have it, like, they're so making funny. it into an ad. Like, he's actually sitting with his little, you saw that video, I've didn't you? i seen it, yeah. It's, it's such an adorable video. It's the kid obviously so doesn't cute. understand or hear anything. He's just, he's just, re- he's like talking in his yeah. own language. Well, and his you dad. Know, that's what kids, ha- I that's know. how kids learn to talk, is just <laughs> imitating sounds. Exactly. And imitating facial expressions. And it is just precious. Now, uh, what is not so precious, and you mentioned it just a moment ago, is the explosion here in Philadelphia. Yes, this morning. Now, while Luigi this, was working, a lot of the city woke up. I didn't, I didn't hear the thing. explosion either, and we're not that far from the no. refineries here. I didn't hear but shit. We refi- had, and Luigi's really close to the refineries mm-hmm. at the Navy Yard. We we had the air conditioner on, well, and, and then Luigi's in the vault, so he doesn't hear anything. I don't hear down anything there. In the vault. <laughs> but um, I have video from somebody that was driving by it at the time, and it is impressive. Should we show the video? This yeah. is the South Philadelphia refinery, which has uh, not had any. The fire rises. No, no, not that one. Oh, okay. Because there, there used to there was there've been a lot of incidents back in the day. I used to see fire because I grew up here, and it's the same neighborhood I grew up in. And so I remember Frank Rizzo's brother, Joe Rizzo, was the police commissioner, and he responded to a fire back then in the days in the 70s and broke his leg as the fire commissioner trying to help bring the flames down. Luckily, they got this thing under control, and so the danger is over. But that fire was absolutely lit AF, as someone once said. Yeah, they said that it started from a butane tank. 
Um, but here, here is the. Let's go to the video here. Bro, what the fuck? I can feel the fucking heat. I know, heat. I can feel the heat. Bro, I can feel that Bro, shit. what the What the fuck, fuck is going on, my guy? Oh, hell no. My nigga, what? <laughs> the fuck just happened? <laughs> That is unedited vision yes. video. You can't do that on regular. No, radio. they're not playing that on Action News <laughs> I mean, it, at noon. I'll tell you like that I right now. I felt like I was there. <laughs> I felt like I was literally there. Seriously. What the? I mean. I wow. drove by, bruh. Ain't I'm kidding? But then Tony, didn't you? What's called? Didn't you have a chance to? Uh, yes, to, to get some exclusive video. We afterwards? have exclusive video of Frank Rizzo talking to somebody who may have been involved. Now, we don't know the cause of this fire, whether it was foul play. Arson or anything like but that. But we know a reporter approached our former Philadelphia mayor, Frank Rizzo, and he had this response. You're a crumb creep. I want to fight you. But you don't have the courage. You're a real crumb bum. Put that on camera. You're a creep. Get away from me. Well, sir, I'm on the if public street. I should, be, I should be authorized to be here. That... I'll break it off your I'll break it over your head. Get away from me, you crumb. There is a You're a here. crumb creep coward. <laughs> I want to fight you. Why is that? Because you're a crumb creep lush coward. You don't even know me, Mayor. You are a lush, I can tell by looking at you. <laughs> I was a cop all my life, and I know a lush when I see one, and you're a lush. You're a creep. Get away from me, crumb. Crumb bomb, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Trying to walk up a Frank Rizzo at 4.30 in the morning and ask him what the hell he was thinking. How great was you're that? A, you're a lush. You're a you're lush. I, can, I know a lush when I see one. one. A lousy crumb. And that has inspired the crumb bum shirts that now they're selling all over the city. This is an interview from back in the day. And there's Frank Rizzo confronting a guy confronted him when he was doing his Sunday morning walk. Did you see the way he stared at him with such like hate and just yes. vitriol? Like, oh, God, man, that was horrible. You're a creep. You're a creep. Crumbum. Crumbum lush. Coincidentally enough. Nobody calls anybody a lush anymore, you notice? I'm bringing I know. it back. That's old school. Bringing it back. Bringing lush I'm back. Bringing it back, Tom. Bringing lush back. <laughs> now, now lush is a, is a good thing. There's like a store called Lush, and it's about yes. your makeup. Oh. You're a lush. Like you're, okay. Whatever. You're like lush. Isn't that better than calling lush. somebody a drunk? No, now you need to. It's a disease, Tony. So now you call somebody an alcoholic. Now I'm going through everything I've, th I've said in my head. But lush doesn't mean you're an alcoholic. No, lush is like a joke. Like, oh, you're such a lush. Yeah. No, lush means you've had a couple drinks and you can smell alcohol. Because that's why he's, oh, I can see it. I, I know a lush when I see one. We just had this conversation recently. No, I know we room, did, okay? yes. Okay. <laughs> All right, so I'm going with lush is, is appropriate. Isn't lush right next door to Condom Kingdom on uh, South Street? Lush. I think it's Isn't a there a store called Condom it's Kingdom? It's, it's actually the too. only female female review. That's what it is down there. <laughs> we have tape. Do you? just goes out to all the women. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This isn't even a summer song. No. This Can we is get to our first summer song? Yes. We're 44 minutes in. We haven't gotten to one summer we song. We have a lot of material to cover here. This we do? Isn't, yeah. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> I'm just making sure. That's all. You think this is just we're winging it here? Well, I didn't want to I didn't want to empty the load real quick. <laughs> I added I added a um a summer song onto the Amazon playlist, Tony. Did there you really? Request we from... have now, how many songs do we have on the list that I we loaded? It's 19, this Tony. We're up to 19 summer it hits. It might even be more than that because uh, somebody requested one. 
I'm trying to find it where it is. And if you want to hear your favorite summer song, I know nobody else is doing this except zany morning zoo shows. An afternoon. And, An afternoon, yeah. guys. But we're zany. But we're zany, and we can play the songs, and we can even play video. People already asking. You got Kenny Chesney's Summertime? That was my number one request, homeboy. Uh, it buzz, it's a little country. I know that the Dean doesn't like country, and a lot of our followers don't, but it's a great song. You know what I say, the Dean? Exactly. I hate to do it to him because he's a good friend. You're not going to piss on my good time. I didn't realize you were such a country guy. I am, To Tony. all you people who don't like this song, we have this for you. Fuck them. Fuck them. Exactly, exactly right, Tony. Exactly right. I, you know me, man. I, I don't get into country too much, but this right here, this gets me going, brother. This makes me smile. Put my feet on the top of the mini. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm about to yeah. suffer the mini <laughs> Can of bush lights swinging. Summertime is finally here. That old ballpark man is back in gear. I don't fall tonight. Turn this up a little bit. Man, I can see the lights. School's out and the night's rolling, man. Uh, that's what I'm talking about. Long lost friend, you ain't seen in a while. You can't help but smile. I hear you, baby. Got any land shark in the fridge there? Robin, you like this song, right? Oh yeah, I love Kenny. This is Milwaukee's best cascade from everywhere, Tony. The beast, baby, up It's a simple How about a natty light? Did you have a natty light with this? Let's go for this crowd, Tony. Where's Riley Cooper? Where's Riley Cooper? <laughs> Women <laughs> Don't worry, they're everywhere at Kenny Chesney shows. I might actually attend my first ever country concert this year. I'm gonna pick one and just go. Robin and I went a couple years ago. Well, Tony, I don't go. I don't. I don't go to mass, but I'll go to Eric Church. Exactly right. No, we went to Eric Church, and what's his face was here every summer. Who opened for them? Eric Church opened for what's his name was here every year. See, people are saying, "Luigi, I'm down. Let's go. I'm down, brother." I'm pulling up the Kenny Chesney in my with DMX and let me tell you, those that tailgate was awesome. Yeah, tight jeans, oh, boots, and you should see what the girls hair. are wearing, man. I gotta tell you right there. <laughs> I was waiting for that to drop. <laughs> see, I was tight say jeans, that. gigantic belt buckles, tight tops. And you should see what the girls are wearing. You should see what the chicks are wearing, man. Oh, I'm, no, not, no, I'm wearing cut-off jorts and a denim vest, dude. You got boots, cowboy boots? Skull across the back, brother. Damn right, man. You got to have a little pinch. You got to have that round circular thing in your back pocket. Back in Winston's right here. The dip. Kyle Petty patch on my right arm. I'm ready to go, bro. You kidding me? You got bare feet on the dashboard. Cheap shades and a tattoo. I hate This song actually makes me smile. I love, I love this song. Get away from me. Well, sir, I'm on the public street. I should be authorized to be here. I'll break it off your head. I'll break it over your head. Get away from me, you crumb. <laughs> That's what happens it's in the parking lot at the Kenny Chesney shows. I'll fight every Indian here, as Marla Cooper would say. Pack of cools, yeah. Pack of cools. Wow. That's a, Winston, that's a Winston crowd, pal. All right. Our first summertime. Oh, I needed that. I needed, I needed that. that, too. Now I'm sweating like a, like a horn church. I'm sweating like the New York Knicks trying to figure out if anybody's going to sign with them this summer. I'm sweating like Elton Brand trying to save a buck. <laughs> <laughs>
Tony's having fun today. He's actually sincerely laughing. This what do you mean? Why, you don't think I laugh every no, day on this do. show? I'm just saying. I'm just what do you sure. mean I'm having fun? I have fun every day on this show. Now, the, whenever I think of summer, anybody that's in California, I don't know if it was a, Cali- if it was a national commercial, but this song to me means summer because you hear it all summer long on the California fruit commercials. So California any, fruit commercials. Which ones? They got pistachios have their own the gig. California raisins? Avocados, no, anytime, raisins. Anybody that's in California or on the West Coast, they will have heard this song all summertime. Only long. in California this song well, is being played? That's what I, I don't know if it that's was a That's racist. Summertime, summertime, summertime. No, this isn't just... This is a ma- This was a national monster hit. No, I'm not doing the song itself. You know this song, right, Luigi? Yeah, it's the Jamies. It's time to get straight for the Not the. Not Jamie Fox. Uh, Rick Fox. Not Jamie Moyer, who could probably still pitch and help the Phillies right now at age 50-something. They, they started playing this song. It was on a Summertime Fruits. And it was like, I don't know if it was a Safeway commercial, but every this would start playing. This song was a hit. This, this is one of the original. Tony, listen. I understand they played them in commercials, but they played them everywhere. Only people from, people from California aren't the only people who heard this song. I never said that. I'm saying that anybody <laughs> that lived on that side of the world, if it was not a national commercial, because I'm not sure, I never heard this in any commercials. Okay, so that it was a West Coast thing. (laughs) Can we go back to Kenny Chesney, please? I want the big finish here. This is a big finish. And I'm not talking about a car dealership, the annual sales. Yes. Tony just likes this song because it's all. Wait a minute, let me finish. It's summertime, summertime, some, some, summertime, 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 summertime. It's summertime. Boop, boop. There you have it, folks. Van Jecker says, I'd rather. Shut the fuck up and go outside. Van says, I'd rather be in the refinery fire than listen to this. Oh, come on. What are you talking about? That was the aftermath. (laughs) We got to do a Ken. Get away from me, you crumb bum remix. That's going to be a big theme this summer. Everybody's selling these crumb bum shirts. Even though it happened 20 years ago. Oh, you can remix it to MC Hammer's Pumps in a Bump. Yeah. Pumps in a Bump. Crumb bum action, man. We got any, we got any hip hop artists out there that can do a crumb yeah, bum remix? Beyond, it's beyond my expertise. Come on, Robin. Now we we, are we some... staying with the music? Or are we going to keep on? Are we going to no, circle back mix, to it? No, we're, yeah, we're going to mix it up, right? Tony? It's in the mix. All right, good. It, there's not a problem that I can't fix. <laughs> That's why we do it in the mix. In the mix. It's in the mix. <laughs> and you're in the hopper, by the way. Thank, Thank you, Tony. I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> we're in there for our call of the day. Speaking of call of the day. Let's go to the phones. Do we have any phones? 215 462 watching right now. What's going on? Hi, how are you? 215-462-TONY. We're live, and we're going to take your calls and your summer requests. We got the windows open. And the walls. And we're going to go from the windows to the walls. And yes, it is running down my balls right yes. now. And these bitches Ain't no is doubt it, about is it. it. Is it having the window open making it worse? No, 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 no. It's actually been, it's pleasant no, outside, Robin. It's, it's in the 70s. Yeah, it's nice out. And there's a breeze. So closing the windows, That's we need some breeze. circulation in here. 
You know what I'm saying? I hate you. We got to get the window air conditioner down here, though. I got one more air conditioner in my mother's basement, which had like 10 of them. And now one of them is a you Luigi's. You were stockpiling for a we while. We had like, it looked like, a, it looked like a, the backyard, the back of a, oh, yeah, that's right. there, of got, a Best Buy, where they, when people bring in stuff to recycle. I had two window units, and we have one that's at your mom's house now, and there's another one in the basement, Abash Uzel. Abash. So we can We can that put too. that baby in here. We can yes. put that air conditioner here, Robin, because if we're going to be slaving over hot microphones yeah. all summer I long. Hate, I hate having it in the window because it'll make it even darker in here. It doesn't matter. We got lights. We don't need the outdoor light here. We need air conditioning down here. How are we going to do two shows today? And yes, if you missed it, Robin, yesterday when we were doing our poll on whether we should do the Friday show at night and do 1 to 4, Monday to Friday, but then switch it up and then do 10 p.m. to 1 a.m. Eastern time like we used to do when we did Into the Night, which was 7 to 10 on the, on the West Coast. And the people responded and said, yes, they want Into the Night to return on Friday nights. And then other people are saying, hey, I want both. And then Luigi said, screw that. I got, I got work. I got a lot of things going. I'm running on three hours sleep. I'll see what I can do, though. Ridiculous, man. I'll see what I can do. I got Chase Sutley retirement night tonight, Tone, but I, I'm That's not going right. there because of that because I'm not fanboy. I got free tickets, and they're, they're great. No, seats. you're going to see Chase Sutley. I know. I'm getting a sweet bobblehead. Mm-hmm. Are they giving out bobbleheads yeah. tonight? And I'm going to, yeah, you got the Chase Sutley, your world bleeping champion bobblehead. With does the it have the little button where you push it and he says that? I don't know. It might, but if it does, it'll be available $49.95. Exactly right, out man. Out the door. They're free, though, right, to the first 15 douchebags that walk in there? Now, is it the Chase Utley now with the new haircut where it's gray? This guy's saying, the hell with Luigi bringing Corrado. If we could find Joe, we bring him yeah, in. Yeah, I don't know where he is. Seriously. He's on, he's on Twitter over there talking about old school stuff all the time. Yeah, now, did you see Is he even listening to the show anymore? I don't know if he does or not. He's but pissing every, me off, man. Tony, did you to see to what uh, Zabin? Hey. Steve Zabin posted about the Philadelphia refinery. What did he? No, I didn't see it. I missed it. Let's so, see it on Twitter. Yeah, he, he writes... Ponders, Pond? okay, go ahead and read it. Ponders joke about Philly, puts down phone, resumes peaceful lunch, and then he hashtag he he at Tony Bruno and Harry Mays. How can you make a joke about a refinery fire? This shows a dumpster fire every day, but we eventually put it out. It smolders, you know, and then somebody comes in here, and maybe throws another empty pack of cigarettes in there, and the fire burns up again. Is is Aben on the air right now? We should call him. He's in Milwaukee. You know? I know. Is he on the air? I don't no, know. I think he's done now. He, he says he's enjoying lunch, so that means it's over. He does, he, he does the morning show in he Milwaukee. He does the morning now. show. Let's get him on the air. And by the way, is our phone, our phone lines are ringing right now, Robin? Are the phones ringing? AJ well, Santos says that bobblehead will be batting cleanup tonight for the Phillies. <laughs> <laughs> At least it will make contact. Sure. You know what I'm saying? At least it will lay down a bunt. And we'll just lay down. Around. Yeah. <laughs> they could just put the, you're right, they could put the bobblehead in the batter's box tonight, the Chase Utley. And it will actually advance a runner better than any of these guys. And speaking of bad stats, the Phillies, obviously. They are in. They are June swooning. Not California dreaming. They are June swooning. Lost four in a row. The Brewers, by the way, have lost four in a row. I know. That was my early pick to make it to the series. The Astros have lost five in a row. What the hell's going on around here, Tony? It's called June. It's called, we're getting near the halfway part of the season. I don't really give a shit right now. And by the way, vote for your favorite all-star. That's one thing I'm not doing anymore. No, you're not Could you be a Phillies fan and vote for all-stars right now? No, absolutely not. I just, you know, I love the all-star game because it's the only one in sport that they actually play the game the way it's supposed to be played. They it don't, counts because it matters. They, it doesn't even count. It just they don't bastardize the rules. Guys go out and pitch regularly. Guys swing and it's, it's just a regular baseball game. No, it's kind of cool because you see pitchers get up. 
You see guys throw harder. That's guys no, are but no. To I'm saying they do. The, it's the same game. It's not like hockey where it's just a shooting gallery and the goalie gives up seven or eight goals because the defensemen aren't playing defense. Yeah, goalies in, in the NHL All Star and the check. NBA All Star game's a joke too. Yes. It's just guys just shooting, running, and gunning, sort of like the regular season NBA actually. Well, it's actually, it's not. It's actually, a, it's, it's a free pass for all those betters out there, so we can just take the over and go to sleep. Exactly. <sighs> we go to our next summer song time? No, I'm going to give you the bad stats here. Okay, I, just... I hate to go negative on the show. That's my job. The Phillies are a dumpster fire. Of course. Are they not a dumpster fire? The, the, uh, the Philadelphia Phillies, yes, have, be, have become a not dump- just a dumpster fire. They become a... You have a literal dumpster fire. It is. It is. So the Phillies, in case you haven't been scoring at home. Swept out of Washington. Swept. They've lost eight of their last ten games. That's not good, Tony. It's an 80% losing streak. One in five on this road trip against your two biggest division rivals, yeah. Braves and the Nationals. You can't lose to those Who guys. are now hot. And then the, the Nationals are hot. They've won 16 out of their last 23. Mm-hmm. They're getting hot. They're seven and four against the Phillies this year. And so now, all of a sudden, the Nationals have looked out of it. Just a couple of games behind the Phillies, who are four and a half out behind the Braves. And the Nationals now are seven and a half out. The Mets, meanwhile, they have one good game, and then they come back, and then they fire their pitching coach. Did you see this story? Yep. They fire their pitching coach, Dave Island, and their bullpen coach, Chuck Hernandez. Guess who they hired to be their new pitching coach for the New York Metropolitans? Uh, I'm going to take a stab and say Bobby Bonilla so they can actually earn the money. No, they don't even. What? Bobby Bonilla. They hired a guy who has much more. An 82-year-old guy. A guy who actually was a teammate of Sandy Koufax on the Dodgers <laughs> no is the Mets' way. new pitching coach, Phil Regan. You may remember the name. Phil Regan's a baseball legend. Guy was a pitcher back in the 70s with Sandy Koufax. So now you fire your pitching coach. And oh, by the way, you still have DeGrom, who's probably the best pitcher in baseball. And Syndergaard. And Syndergaard. But DeGrom right now yeah, is he's, he's on another planet, another planet. Is there any doubt that Jason DeGrom... He's not the best pitcher in baseball right now. Uh, if not, it's, it's, it's a short list, Tony. He's he only, is. Yeah. 82-year-old Phil Regan is the new Mets pitching coach. Are they going to have a cart to go out, like the bullpen cart? Like they used to bring the players in with that bullpen baseball. Remember? It looked like a baseball yeah. golf it's cart. Gonna, it's going to be shaped exactly like an ambulance. <laughs> Are they going to give him a hurricane? No. If they got to go on a field for him, it's the end. <laughs> That's how, many, how, many manage, how many pitching coach visits will he get? Mound visits. How long will it take him to get to the mound? Picture goes to him. <laughs> Picture just goes to All him. All right, Tony, are you ready? We Wait, have. We have him. We have. Let's go live now, ladies and gentlemen, to Milwaukee, same. Wisconsin. A man from afar who is critical of this fine city of Philadelphia, which is in almost as much disarray as the Brew Crew is in that very tough National League Central Division. Steve Saban, say what's with the cheap shots uh, on Twitter today about a refinery fire? That means our gas prices are going to go up again. Listen, I thought I was going to go back to a peaceful lunch, and, and then you ring my phone off the hook. This Robin is just like ding, 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 ding. I mean, I sat there on a 3-0 fastball down the middle. <laughs> Everything in my body said, turn on that. Turn, jack that ball out of here. Wow. And I resisted, and now you're bugging me about it. Is everything okay over there? Everything's fine, man, and I never even got a chance to congratulate you on your new gig. You're doing mornings Thank now. And what's the frequency, Thank Kenneth, out there in, in Milwaukee? Uh, 97.3 FM. Frequency modulated. Exactly right. For all, and, 
and and, and of course, you know, all of my friends stay at the Fister Hotel whenever they come to downtown Milwaukee, the, the haunted hotel. Now, you've been in the Fister yep. Hotel, have you not, Zane? Uh, I have, and apparently uh, a lot of the ball players would come through town for major league teams, and the, the, the Dominican players and a lot of the Latin players wouldn't stay there because of it being haunted. Exactly. They were very superstitious. They're like, it's a nice hotel, it's five-star, but they're like, put us up somewhere else. And who would have thought all these years later that Americans would be afraid to go to the Dominican Republic for fear of dying from the minibar? I mean, it's amazing how things come full circle. It's unbelievable, <laughs> and anyone who says it's not a thing with the DR, you're crazy, man. They, they are on the coldest streak since the Orioles started the season out 0-24, whatever that was. The Orioles, by the way, after now, here we are almost at the midway point, Zabe. Is there any question yeah. the Orioles are clearly, unequivocally, the worst team, not just in baseball this year, but maybe in a long, long time, when you look at the amount of home runs and what an absolute dumpster fire that franchise has become? It's bad. It's really bad. And, and you know, you're asking their fans to just say, Sit tight for a couple of years. It'll be better in three years. I mean, who would who would go through that? The Sixers. But then again, you guys went through that with the Sixers. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, right. <laughs> what idiots would put up with it? Oh, wait, never mind. Sorry about that. But while I have you, i got to ask you the biggest, the biggest yeah. question in baseball, which a lot of people aren't talking about. The Tampa Bay Rays are now on a slide right now, and then the story comes out yesterday that they're considering having a joint franchise, not since the Kansas City-Omaha Royals. Remember that? There were teams like split cities. The Green Bay Packers used to play games in Milwaukee, but they were always the Green Bay Packers. They would play some games in Milwaukee and and the rest at Lambeau. And now there's talk that the Rays, who obviously have had trouble drawing down in that building in Tampa and St. Petersburg, are now considering doing a split franchise, Montreal and Tampa. What are they going to call them, the X-Rays? I mean, what are they going to be? I mean, listen, I understand Montreal lost a franchise a year. I mean, the Expos had some great players and great history. But people don't want to drive from Tampa, downtown Tampa, across the causeway to go to St. Petersburg to watch games. Now, all of a sudden, they're going to be rooting for a team that's playing in a building that they don't like uh, because they can't drive there because it's too far from home. And they're going to go, what are they going to make road trip? Let's go to Montreal this weekend, huh? Let's yeah. go check an Expo uh, Ray, X-Rays game. You can go Tampa and Miami Mars, call them the MRIs. I mean, oh, you can go with that. I mean, that would man. work. Too, right? I mean, that could work. I like that. Now I'm thinking, you know, it, it, most of these half-baked ideas never get out of the oven. They get thrown away right away. This is one, what blows me away is that, think about it, there were meetings about this. Yes. Meetings in big boardrooms full of people in suits and ties and supposedly smart people and somehow along the way, there was guys nodding going, yeah, I, I think it could work. That's Bill. That's a hell of an idea. Why don't you give yourself the afternoon off and uh, go have a couple cocktails? In- interesting comments on our Twitch stream. Uh, Tweet a Chef says, 
would they split the World Series home games between the two series cities? So you have like games <laughs> one and two in Montreal. Then you go to the American League city. Then you come back and play in Tampa. Neither of them going to be in it anyway. It doesn't even matter. No, Tony. I mean, but you know, the Rays have had some good seasons. Yeah, twenty seasons ago, it's over. Man. No, I mean they're, they're they're always in it for some reason. Back up the trucks, turn the place into a park. I, I don't get it. I really don't. It's obvious. Why don't you just declare the thing a failure? Uh, yeah, the problem is, as you know, Tony, there's no markets that can absorb a baseball team at this point in the U.S. It's a big lift. It's 81 dates every year. And you got to build a stadium that's suited just for your climate. It might be, you know, if it's too cold, you got to have a retractable roof. Mm-hmm. Or if it's too hot, you have to have one as well and spend a lot of money in air conditioning. It's not easy. And where are you going to go? Portland, Charlotte, Vegas. It's not going to work in any of those places. Well, I mean, Vegas, I mean, people didn't think hockey would work. They built an arena, and their hockey teams in the NBA, in the NHL finals in their first year, and the place is packed. And they're going to have a football yeah. team there, and they're going to build a state-of-the-art stadium. So I think those days are over. Obviously, Maybe. baseball has to be indoors in an air-conditioned dome stadium. There's no way they're going to play yeah. baseball outside in Vegas with that heat and expect people oh, to yeah. sit around. Right. So you make it indoors, and uh, you let people smoke, and you put a slot machine in every seat. Oh, you yeah. got a fighting chance. you got to have video polker at every seat, <laughs> right? Because every, eventually every stadium is going to have the ability to you, for you to sit in your seat and just gamble or play video oh, games, yeah. right? Oh, or yeah. Bet on yeah. the next pitch. You'll be able to bet on every pitch. That means uh, that would require a lot of people to pay attention, which is impossible to do. Well, i got a lot of best in the 50-50 as it is, so I need to hit that thing before the third inning. I'm done. <laughs> the great Steve Zabin, ladies and gentlemen, in Milwaukee. Coming home to D.C. See, I, should not, I shouldn't run my mouth about this dual citizenship thing or the, the two-city solution because I do two shows, one in D.C. and now one in Milwaukee. I'm traveling up here this week to, to tend to this mistress on the side, so I should probably shut my hole and go back to uh, making oblique jabs in the great city of Philadelphia. You know the, uh, the original fly jock? You remember him? He did a morning yeah. show in Chicago. And then he would fly to, was it Washington? Where did he fly? Dallas, I think. No, he went to Dallas. He went to it Dallas went, um, and Chicago. I forget who it was. Yeah, Urban, Tom, Urban, not Tom Joyner. Not Tom, was it Tom Joyner? Yeah, it was Tom Joyner. Tom Joyner Tom would do Joyner a, did it. Yeah. Tom Joyner exactly. would do a That's morning crazy. show in Washington, uh, no, in, uh, in no, Chicago. Chicago. In Chicago, then jump on a plane and fly to Dallas and do an afternoon show. And Tom and Joyner, well, unbelievable, man. Yeah, well, he was making That's like $3 million a year. That's but back then, it was right before, now. you know, ISDN and, and uh, satellite lines. I mean, he wouldn't have to do that. Nobody has to do that now, except Zabe. He's got to go back to D.C. <laughs> All right, so in other words, you find a billion dollars worth of cocaine stuffed into a ship, mm-hmm. and now there is a refinery explosion, air quotes. What, I got to cut okay, it, Zabe. Okay, then. Coincidence? Okay. Coincidence? Coincidence or not? I think not. Well, you got to cook the stuff. I mean, well, yeah, somebody was cooking. Like, what are you going to use? You're going to use a pack of matches? You got to set a refinery on fire. It's a billion dollars of cocaine. That's a lot of shit right there Seriously. you got to cook up, man. You ain't got time to do it. You gotta... Even Heisenberg is saying, man, what are they doing? They got to move this shit quick. They're using satellite dishes turned upside down and cooking meth in them like giant spoons. Wow. Or wow. set a refinery on fire. There you go. <laughs> last thing, Zabe, the draft last night. Uh, how many teams, how many guys are going to have pictures of themselves in the hats of the wrong team and uh, put that up on their mantle when they go home after you can't figure out who was drafted by who and who's going to play where after July 6th? Dumbest 
dumbest rule ever. You know, Ted Stepien for the Cavaliers, the owner that used to trade away every pick from now until the end of time. And the NBA said, okay, we're putting in a rule. You can't do that. So now they just do an end run around it by agreeing to a trade. And these kids on their, on their, the best side of their life, Tony, have to put on more hats than a teenager at lids at the mall. (laughs) (laughs) At least they don't give them a sweater like they will in the NHL. Because the one thing about the NHL, knock it all you want, but when the kid walks up there, they don't just give him a hat. They give him the sweater with his name and the number one on the back. Right. Right? And then right. they're going to say, exactly. we're not going to give you a, a go, uh, you know, we're not going to give you a Montreal Canadiens jersey, and then all of a sudden you're going to wear a Vancouver Canuck one the next day. I mean, you could be traded, but when you're drafted by the team, the trade happens first, and then the guy goes up there, just like in the NFL, he goes up and gets picked by the team that wants him, not the team that's going to get him in another month. It's just, it's the dumbest rule ever. And I get the whole free agency thing, and that's important. But to me, it's really hard to watch. And I'm in the business. Imagine the average casual fan who's not picking up guides on how the NBA draft works and who has his own mock draft. And they're looking at this and saying, what the hell's going on? As the great Vince Lombardi once said, and if he were alive today, watching that NBA draft last night, what the hell's going on? Exactly. What the hell's going on out there? There is a player in the first round, all you need to know, who was drafted named Gogot. Gogot. Yes. Gogot. Not go not Bogot. Oh, right, go, go, go back to lunch. Go back to lunch. Stay, stay the Godfather. See you, buddy. Thank you. There he is, ladies and gentlemen. Let's put your hands together for Zabe, the great Steve Zabin in Milwaukee. Not Bo Bo. He kept waiting with his Spider-Man suit on. Didn't go until late, late, late in the draft. Deep into the night. Deep into the night. That was beautiful. Damn right. Okay. When I finally got through to him, he's like, I didn't recognize the number. Damn it, Robin. Jeez, <laughs> like, you too? You too? Et tu? Et tu, Bruto. By the way, back to the Phillies for just a second. Let's get it back to the Phillies. Because I have a lot of stats here I want to throw out. I, I don't, don't want to do all this research for nothing. We got a big weekend. We got daytime baseball. We got a game. We'll keep an eye on it for you. You know what we got playing this afternoon at 2.20? Uh, that game is uh, getting ready to get underway at Wrigley Field. It is the Mets and the Cubbies. I already told you the Mets fired their pitching coach and hired 82-year-old Phil Regan as their new pitching coach. That'll show him, Tom. Yeah, I mean, listen, the guy's a veteran leadership. I, I'm not, I'm not, you know, listen, I'm not, I'm not one of these ageist people critical of the elder generation. And it got to work too, man. But 82 years old, God bless the guy. He still wants to do it. He was down in Florida just enjoying his retirement. They said, hey, I know you're down there at Port St. Lucie. Get your ass up here and let's get this pitching staff together. 82-year-old pitching coach, Robin. That's, that's unbelievable. That's pretty impressive. I want, I want to make sure we watch because the Mets are playing today, and it's going to be a day. I wonder if he got there in time or whether he's going to be there after the, the all-you-can-eat buffet at, at Sizzler later on. <laughs> well, he's got to be there by about 3.30. So yeah. we'll see what that's happens. why they're playing a day. I think they changed the game to a day game today. At Danny's Grand Slam So that he o'clock. can get there for the afternoon special, the Senior Citizens Discount. Another big series coming up. You know what a big series is this weekend? KS. You've got your... Albert Pujols led St. Louis, uh, Anaheim, Los Angeles, Disneyland adjacent Angels back in St. Louis for the first time since he was traded. No. Yes. Albert Pujols will be back under the arch. The last time he played in St. Louis was October 28th, 2011, which was game seven of the World Series 
when the St. Louis Cardinals beat the Texas Rangers. Wait a minute. He's they've they've missed them during interleague play for yes, that long. He has not been in St. Louis that since is, he was traded. So this is a huge bit. I, I, no, it's huge. He was a franchise. He, he they would have a if he had stayed in St. Louis and not gone to Anaheim. They would have a statue of him in front of that. They Bush need to stadium. build one of him anyway after what he did last night for that kid. Did you see what yeah, he did saw, last no, night? No, he's, listen, I mean, he's a tremendous guy and a, and a great, and he's a Hall of Fame lock. Is he not a Hall of Fame lock? Yeah, he's one of the best hitters. We've but I'm seen. saying, as far as the St. Louis Cardinals, this is going to be an emotional day for him because, and imagine if the Cardinals had him over these years, you know. Because let's be honest, he went to Anaheim, he took the money. I get it, and that franchise has some good players. They got the best player in baseball. Yet for some reason. You just have a feeling they're not going to win a World the Series. The pitch falling apart on them a couple times. They didn't have everything else built around them. They had, a, they had a, a, a squad last year. I thought they were going to do something, but it fell apart. They just never put it all together, Tony. So now Albert Pujols returns to St. Louis. That's definitely one of the big stories of the weekend. To have a guy who was the face of the franchise for so many, 11 years in St. Louis and then not going back since 2011. And he struck out, by the way, in his last at bat at Bush Stadium in Game 7 of the World Series. Well, let's not forget the fact also that, you know, at that time, Albert Pujols was getting ready to command a $300 million contract. Exactly, and, exactly. And the, and the Cardinals are looking at this going, are we going to invest this long-term into Albert? He's already, he's on the other side of the career now. And, and you remember and the debates here. do that. You remember the debates here in Philly, do Albert Pujols. Or Ryan Howard. Or Ryan Howard yeah. at first base. Remember, that was a legitimate conversation. And I don't, and I don't know. I don't know. I mean, because, you know, Albert, again, I mean, not Al- well, Albert's a right-handed batter, and, right. and Ryan Howard was a little bit the big left-handed stick. You know, if, if, if they would have made that move, if you would have moved on from Howard and you bring in and you bring in Albert Pujols to play first base for the next 10 years, because that was the other thing, too. Do you, do you want to be married to the contract? You want to be exactly. married to the contract. And, you know, Anaheim said yes, and obviously it hasn't come out to a, to a World so Series. So that's going to be interesting to watch. We'll the Yankees and, Ra- and uh, Houston Astros are already underway. They started their four-game series last night. One of the sweetest swings, though, man. Absolutely. And the Astros, by the way, in a little swoon themselves. They gave up six runs in the fourth inning last night. The Astros did. Four home runs in the game. Three of those home runs came in the fourth inning, and they lose to the Yankees, who are on fire 10-6 to six last night. So Houston and the Yankees. People are saying this could be an American League Championship Series preview, Luigi. Uh, and speaking of, <laughs> speaking of the Astros and going back to Pools, let's not forget Pools was one of his big, biggest moments came against those Astros and tied in with the Phillies. Off Brad Lidge when he crushed that home run in the NLCS off of Brad Lidge in Houston to send the Cardinals to the World Series. Remember that one? That's back when Houston was in the National and, League, for those of you scoring correct. at home. And if you are, it's hot and muggy. Make sure you crank the air up. Bo. But I do believe, yeah, we, we, they may be on a collision course for an ALCS right there. You got Atlanta at the Nationals tonight now. Which is a huge series. Yes, because Dallas Keuchel's supposed to make his debut tonight against Steven Strasburg. And we'll soon find out if that was a huge mistake by the Phillies not going ahead and signing Dallas Keuchel when they But it was a one it was a one year deal. So what? I know, I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm just saying we'll see what happens. And the Dodgers and the Rockies, two of the hottest teams. Rockies are on fire again yeah, now. Yeah, of course. They've been amazing. They were they looked good for a couple of weeks and then they look crappy. Well, you know, you know said, what happens? Sometimes maybe good, sometimes maybe shit. Exactly. And that's the way they approach that's the way they approach the game, but that's a team right there again. That Tony, that lineup is built to hit. The Those Rockies guys can rake. Yeah, they can, they oh, can yeah. rake and rake, man. And the Dodgers can rake, too. Uh, the Dodgers is the best team in baseball. By the way, back to the Phillies. <laughs> what happened now? What's going on now? What's so funny? I got some stats here. Okay, but you just laugh like crazy. What's so funny? <laughs> because I'm doing my... Let's get it back to the Eagles. Oh, uh, let's get it back to let's the Phillies. Let's get it back to the Phillies. So the Phillies... What's interesting to note... <laughs> it has been Skelly, would say. <laughs> Two runners were nailed at the plate last night, which is becoming a... 
You know, now all of a sudden people, what's going on? Let's, I like aggressiveness. Bryce Harper's been thrown out at the plate a bunch of times. It's a tradition unlike any other. It really point, is. Tony. Scott Kingery got thrown out at home. And by the way, not only were they thrown out, they were out by a mile each time. And I get being aggressive because we, we yell at guys when they don't hustle. And then when guys over hustle to try to find a way to score a run. You get mad at him for that. And, but, you know, so if it's a bad throw and he scores, are people going to say, oh, you know, he would have been out if it was a good throw? Look, no. Is it the right baseball move? No. But you're looking at a, you're looking at a ball club that's you're struggling to score to find runs. Ways. They're, exactly. they're struggling to score runs. They have to be aggressive. I totally agree. You I go, have no problem with that. Let them make mistakes. You know, the Phillies are trying to score runs. They're trying, they're trying to get an extra bag as much as possible. Let, let, the, op, let, let the opposition have an errand throw, something, anything to spark anything. And the team. way the Phillies have been playing and I the Braves and now the, and now the Nationals who swept them, they made the right throws and they got the guys out. So that's good baseball. But to me, I don't think the base running is a big problem. I think they got so many problems on this club. I mentioned the, you know, the three guys, two guys nailed at the plate. You got uh, three more home runs last night. Mm-hmm. They have now allowed the Phillies 124 home runs. They're a generous bunch, Which Tony. is the most in the National League. They are a generous No team. other National League team has been jacked off that many times. <laughs> Not since David Cohn and the Mets bullpen back in the days have we seen a team's pitching staff jacked out of here and jacked off like the Phillies, Not man. since the 93 Phillies had open visits in the clubhouse. <laughs> and Darren Dalton was down there leading the boys. After those, uh, speaking of seventh inning stretches, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and by I the way, you, baby. what's interesting to note also, if you want to go deeper, not into the night, How into the How much deeper stack, can you get into the cabin? I'm going as deep as you can, baby, as deep as you need it. As deep. How deep I, is your love? Yeah, full cavity, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Bryce Harper, by the way, has 50 ribbies, which yes, isn't shabby. No, it's not. But last night... Lead off. They they put him in the leadoff spot last night. That that's was, how that's how much they're just throwing shit against the wall. I looked now. at that lineup. I was like, how the <laughs> like what is going on here, man? So that, so Bryce Harper played leadoff last night. He was one for five at a ribby, three strikeouts, and then the other guy who's ice cold. By the way, Bryce Harper is batting in his last twenty-one at bats. He's one for nine last night with four ribbies. Not great, but terrible. In this in the uh, three for his last twenty-one. He's hitting 143 now in, in the last 21 at-bats. Reese Hoskins is three for his last 22. Mm-hmm. That's a 136. And clip. you and I were talking about that last night. So yeah. The guy who's really cooled off, who was the main cop yep. in that offense, was Reese Hoskins. Everybody's cooled and off in this line. he's been stuck on what? I think it's 13 and 49 for, it seems, uh, almost a, a decade And now. Scott Kingry, obviously, is playing Carried him a out little of his bit, lights. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the, the guy that people were out, down on all the first Segura. part of the season, not oh. just Segura. Segura hits a home run last right. night as a pinch hitter. They didn't start him. And then you got uh, you know Cesar Hernandez, who's been one of their most consistent hitters. If not the most consistent hitter. And but the ca- problem is nobody else around him is knocking guys in. And their pitching staff, look, look, at, look at what happened last night. I mean... The young pitcher, Nick Pavetta, just when you think he's going to pull it together, he Pavetta's, competes, though, man. He really does. He does compete, but the problem is, you look at his numbers, he gets lit up mm-hmm. against the Washington Nationals. Just like Anthony Rendon owns the Phillies, and you know who else owns the Phillies? Kurt Suzuki has five home runs against him this year already. Sheesh. Kurt Suzuki. Let the good times roll. No, that was Kawasaki. I'm right. sorry. Konnichiwa, but, bitch. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What was Suzuki's, though? Remember when Suzuki had his own ads? The Kawasaki let the good times roll. Right, right. Suzuki. And then, do they still make Suzuki samurais? No, they no, stopped. They, they stopped. Got, yeah, there's there's the no more Suzuki sidekick, too. I that? love the Suzuki sidekick. Yep. I had some of that the other night down at the. Uh, With the wasabi, the, skewer, the, 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 mm-hmm. the skewer place. Mm-hmm. 
They steward me with the check when it came later, man. That place <laughs> a ripoff, man. That's why nobody, you know why nobody goes in there anymore? Where? It's too busy. I mean, nobody wants to go in there anymore. <laughs> That's an old Yogi Berra lie, you know? Hey, nobody goes to that place anymore. It's too busy. Too damn busy. <laughs> Did you get that one, Robin? I don't know I what do. the hell's That's Robin. a Yogi Berra-ism, which I, that's my favorite. The other one is, it's not over till it's over. Or if you go bring it back modern day, you go... What it is is what it is. With, yeah. with, you know, with Charlie. Which is your favorite, Robin? It's not over till it's over. Nah, I don't like that one. What it is is what it is. No, I don't what like that one either. What it is. At the end of the day, or nobody goes there anymore, it's too crowded. When you come to a fork in the road, take it. Exactly right. If you don't know where you're going, you'll end up someplace. <laughs> you can alert, you can observe, you can observe a lot just by watching. <laughs> Suzuki sidekick, how is Hideki Matsuri doing these days? It's like deja vu all over again. Yes, it is. <laughs> it really is. Meanwhile, let's get back to the business. Hey, the future ain't since, what since it used to be. <laughs> since you are talking about slogans. Yes, we have slogans. What I was the Suzuki Suzuki slogan? The Suzuki was so. FYI. I remember Kawasaki lets the good times roll. Remember, those were great way commercials. Way of life. Suzu- um, Maruti Suzuki, way of life. It's what? a way of life. That's what it says. I'm, about, I'm, not, I'm all about that life. Right. Um, but I have all of them here. You mean, give me the uh, Suzuki one. because I love, Give me Kawasaki. Kawasaki. Let's do our little uh, Asian. Is... We got a little Asian flavor right now. A little Asian fusion now. Another yogi is a pair up in threes. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Oh, this one doesn't have Kawasaki. 99% of this game is half metal. Tony, why buy good luggage? You only use it when you travel anyway. <laughs> By the way, you Darvish on the mound. They're underway at Wrigley Field this afternoon. We'll keep you up to date. Pitch by pitch play. Cubbies and Mets. And the first pitch from you, Darvish, is outside, but they call it a strike one against Jeff McNeil. McNeil standing there, batting uh, 339 for the Mets. No sight of Phil Regan yet, the 82-year-old new pitching coach for the Metropolitans. Speaking of the old Here's the second coach. pitch now, and it's low on a ball. And it's Yo- one-on-one. As Yogi said about... Um, Don't interrupt him when he's doing no, it. No, I just gave it. He's, he's, he's giving it. me Yogiisms. He's the color commentary. I'm the play-by-play guy, he Robin. He gave the play-by-play, and then yeah. I... And then, he, and then he gives you a little note. That's how yeah, it works. still interrupting. No, no he's I not. I interrupting. I came in at the breaks. Robin, relax. Robin just has to yell at me at least once a Let show. Let the professional broadcasters here. I haven't here. done it. I haven't gotten my quota in. I've been doing something right. That's why. Exactly. We're just doing, <laughs> we got live baseball. We got on. We were talking about Sandy earlier. Yes. Yogi had one about him. He says, "I can see how Sandy Koufax won twenty five games. What I don't understand is how he lost five. Exactly. I have no idea how he lost five games. <laughs> <laughs> the future ain't I, what it used to be. What the I, hell is I that? I feel like it's Kiner's Corner all over again, and the flags are absolutely limp." Like most of the people listening to the show this afternoon with the heat and humidity, it's, very, it's rare that you see the flags completely limp at Wrigley Field. I'm, just, I'm leaving you for the joke right now. I'm, waiting. I'm like, go ahead, Tone. I'll let you have it. But as, you know, as the manager, Joe Madden, said the other day, the wind was, it was blowing in and they're still hitting home runs out of the ballpark. Exactly. So anyway, that's, you're all caught up now. We are caught and up. And I mentioned the Kawhi Leonard. Everybody's in excited in Philly. He's going to do his, uh, his, you know, hey. If you're Kawhi Leonard or you're a free agent, you're not going to go to cities and let them wine and dine you? Have, you, you have to, Tony. Absolutely. You have to. What happens if you're vegan, though? See, that's what's wrong about being a vegan. You're Kawhi Leonard. You just won NBA championship. You're about to get $300 million. Yeah, you got, you're, going to get three, you're going to go to a vegan restaurant and get some fake meat? Or are you going to go to a 
a great steakhouse and get know. a real nice thick ribeye. No, I don't know, Tony. I mean, there's a lot of really upscale, wonderful vegan restaurants out there. I've been to a lot, and they're fantastic. But they're not. You can't compare a vegan. But you the can't best. fake steak, Tony. You, you can't, can't fake steak. You're damn right. You cannot go to a vegan restaurant and get the same kind of vibe and experience. We have the meat. As a great, great restaurant, steakhouse, fish, you know, Ocean Prime where you got the steak and the fish. Now, what are you doing, Tony? You're going to sit down, you're going to get a nice little filet Oscar? Is that what you're doing? No, I'm not going to go with all the sauces. Just give me a real nice, and I don't want the four-ounce filet. No, you need to get a little I don't even want the six. I want the eight-ounce. Robin and, you know, Dean's going, oh, because the eight-ounce is what they have on the menu. At uh, Capitol Grill, where right. we went in Tampa, which is a great place, too. And so Dean, because he goes there every week, says, oh, no, I want the six ounce. I said, is it the same price as the eight ounce? He said, yeah, I'm getting the eight ounce. Right. I ain't paying the same amount for an eight ounce as I am for six Enough ounce. Enough of this petite filet shit. Exactly. And that's pr- bullshit, petite petites. Now, petite petites are raw for that's Michael good, and David. That's a good sniff right there. That is good shit right there. But, but, but the other thing, too, is that even if Kawhi maybe is not having a steak, maybe he's going crazy. Maybe he's ordering a couple bottles of double of Screaming Eagle Cat, Screaming Eagle Cab. You know, maybe he's, 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 he's juicing them other ways, Tony. Exactly. I mean, he doesn't have to exactly have the stick. <laughs> More bounce to the ounce, baby. Damn you right. know, as Tony RU2 says, you can fake... Who the fuck is that guy? You can't fake steak, but you can fake an orgasm. Uh, you know, I faked it. Robin? Um... You can't fake steak. We could agree with that, right? Yes. C- can you fake... You can fake an orgasm. I've done it. I fake it most of the time. I just want to make sure I make the, uh, my, you know, my, my partner feel better first. I want to make sure she is satisfied first. No, I'm dead serious. I have an issue. I'm dead serious. <laughs> I'm dead serious. I, I wouldn't call that an I'm issue. Dead I wouldn't call that an issue. Some you, people would call that a gift. You. You, my <laughs> friend. <laughs> you. Where is it at? I haven't had to fake it in a very long time. Let's put it that way. Oh. You got a gift, my friend. <laughs> you got a gift. Oh, yeah. You saw that there was something that I was trying to do, and you, you figured that out. That's why you are who you are. Exactly right. <laughs> I had two tap on me once, man. Oh, man, come on now, man. Kidding, it's a man. family show. I'm not kidding. It's, it's, Except it's, it's not family style. No, it's misery, man. You can't even, you can't even climax yourself. It's misery. I, I understand it, man. It's happened to me many, 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 many. I think many, we got many, the many, picture, many. unfortunately. Yes. <laughs> You say, unfortunately, it's a bad thing. It's a good picture. Wait a minute, sweet. We have breaking news right now from the high-speed stream chat wire. From the sweet. No, the Swedish chef, 2019, did. He wrote, "I just where is it here now? I made you a pumps and the bump summer remix. No, where do I send it? Email it to at Miss Robin Austin at gmail.com. Because I have, you know, I've had the original pumps and a bump, which is I I usually have it right here on standby. Where's that? Crank it up. Now, if we get a crumb bump to this, if you can crumb bump this. Tony, who was MC Hammer's uh, co-star in this video? Deion Sanders. Come on, man. I'm just making sure. Come on, man. Are you kidding me? I can't wait to hear how he remixed this. So bad. So bad. 215-462-Tony, 215-462-8669. First day of summer, National Selfie Day, which I think is the dumbest hashtag ever. Do we really need a National Selfie Day, Robin? No. Have you seen how many people die taking selfies? There's like all these websites now 
that show these people in ridiculous places that are That's dangerous. stupid. It really is stupid. Oh, how about that lady got eaten by the leopard or whatever it was because she fell out and fell into the cage? Taking yeah. a selfie. Right. Selfies are the most dangerous thing ever. Now, if you're... People so get for hit example, by trains. For example, Robin and I have been on a beach, you know, on vacation, and there's nobody around. That's different. If you're on a beach and you want to get a nice sunset shot, right? Oh, God. And there's nobody else on you. the beach, you take a selfie, right? Right. No, but the, but, but if you've got 50 people standing around... Ask someone to take the picture. You ask somebody to take the damn picture. As Robin's mom would do. Robin's mom will not only ask you, but she'll ask everyone, would you like me to take a photograph of you? Would you yeah. like me to take a photograph of you? she'll take everybody else's Carol, too. let's go! But, if, you know, to be fair, it's only fair. Like That's one of the things that we'll do. Mm-hmm. is If somebody's there and we're like... Yeah, and I see somebody struggling, and there's a couple can... with a kid, and they're trying to get three people in a picture, and they're not as good as... Homemade Delish. In fact, we should call Homemade Delish on this national selfie oh, day. No, she can't answer the phone. She's taking selfies right now. What are you talking about? <laughs> she's a little preoccupied, Tim. And find out. Her, she's got a gift. She's got a gift, my she, friend. Without a doubt, Robin, of all the people we know, you know and I know, Louis, do you know anybody who's better at selfies than Homemade Delish? No. I got to go no. I mean, Absolutely she could get not. an entire table of 25 people. She has. We have the pic- I have a picture of that. We could, have the, we could have the Last Supper, and she would get everybody in, including Judas, who was hiding behind because he's a traitor. Right. Red Ball 2016. <laughs> so, no, 2017. Excuse me. She got exactly. us all in there, which was the last time I saw Corrado right about then. Actually, now he's been stuck in the, Repu- uh, the People's Republic of New Jersey. I don't blame him. I mean, hey, they got flooding over there. Did you see the flooding yesterday in New Jersey? Yeah, it's bad, man. And you live near the, those creeks there, and they overflow. They still charge you $17 across. Exactly. <sighs> Another yogiism. You know where they, you, you know where they should have taken where selfies? On the moon. We've got the 50th anniversary of the moon landing, which really? some people still contend to this day is, is fake. You can't fake steak, but can you fake the moon landing? Do you believe the moon landing was faked, Robin? No, I don't think it was staged. Wait a minute. There's a lot of people. Uh, you know, I hate conspiracy theories. But the question I have to ask today, the moon landing, 50 years later, there are still people out there, not people who think the earth is flat and you're going to walk off the edge like some NBA players have thought. Not people who think... Kyrie Irving. That was Kyrie. Yeah, but they, uh, not, he wasn't the only one. You think the world's flat... Get to the end of something and just keep walking, and we'll see. Exactly we'll see. Right. How, we'll see. What, yeah, that gets debunked real quick. Uh, no, I think I think it happened, Tony. Of course it happened. I think it happened because it but, happened multiple times, not just once. But the original is what they're saying that it was staged, just because we had to beat the Russians. But if the original was staged, why would the second one maybe the not sec- be staged? Maybe this the first one was staged just to say we beat the Russians. It's ridiculous. But I, I, I don't believe I'm not a conspiracy theorist, Tony. Only I, when it comes to sports. It was funny because one of the scientists, I saw the trailer for this thing where they're talking That's about That's my boy, be, Mike Barra. Right. We got to get him on too, Robin. Yeah, I agree. Now, he's talking about it being a possible conspiracy theory that we didn't actually land on the moon. And one of the interviews that they did was with a scientist who said, look, at the time, our technology was like a tin can. No, it was like a toaster. Oh, toaster. The, yeah, the, the toaster. technology. In fact, our cell phone right now, even the cheapest flip phone, has more technology than we use to get to the moon. And that was 50 years right. ago. So when you think of it that way, you're like, yeah, well, he does have a point. Maybe maybe we weren't quite ready. You think of all the, like nowadays, the Challenger and all these other that have blown up. How did we manage that back then? So even though I don't want to... Th- Think that it was a conspiracy that it wasn't real? I don't, I don't know. 
Robin, let's crank up a summer song. We really, really have dropped the ball. Werewolves in London is not a summer song. Oh, no, this is Kid Rock, Summertime. Yeah, this is him using Werewolves of Sorry. London. It was 1989. This had its moment. You said you wanted to play this song. I said it's a summer song. It's all summer long. Not summer blonde. Seat tops ripped off. The I rock all night long. It was summertime in northern Michigan. Still couldn't drink the water back then. <laughs> it's basically Sweet Home Alabama that he ripped off. You know that? That's the Pumps and the Bump yeah, remix. Let, let this ride out, though, for a bit. People yeah. are trying to get a summertime mood right now, Tony. Yeah, this what? Screw this. I'm off tomorrow and Saturday. I'm going down the mother bleeping shore right now. I'm, I'm, I'm not kidding. I'm leaving the Blues game. I'm going out shore. No, you're not. Yes, I am. I'm going out shore. What, you're going to go on Maury's Pier and ride the rides in Wild Wood? No, I'm going to get somebody to ride my pier in Wild Wood. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. What, I'm, I'm, no, I'm going to go down and see the beach, Apparently, man. that's a really long ride. It is. Oh. <laughs> but you know what? There's no height requirement, but there is an age restriction. We couldn't wait for night to come. Beautiful. Yeah, this is this is Werewolves of London and Sweet Home Alabama yeah, ripped off. Then again, Puffy P Diddy, all he did was rip off other songs. Yeah, that's how he made a career. Yeah, well, guess what? Chris, Kid Rock made about five hundred million dollars off of this shit. All right, so <laughs> I'm not a big fan. Of, I'm just saying it's a summer song. Though. Yeah, it's a good song. I told you the Kid Rock story, right? When Houston at the Super Bowl. Siciliano and I were in this at, were in a party. It was it was the it was the uh, Warren Moon party in this club in Houston. It's my boy Moon. <laughs> Warren Moon had a big party. Yeah, how about that introduction when I finally met him. Awesome. <laughs> and then we're in this club, you know, and everybody's there. Andrew and I are there. There's a lot of people. It was people you pay to get in, so there were regular people in there. It wasn't just a celebrity only. You know, certainly I wasn't a celebrity. It was just a friend of Warren's, and we were hanging in there with him. And so a lot of ballers were in there, and then all of a sudden. At 2 o'clock in the morning, the music stops, the lights go up. I never told you this story, Luigi? No. The lights go up and everybody's leaving. And Warren Moon comes over to Siciliano and I says, wait, don't, don't go anywhere. Don't leave yet. So all the regular people who paid to get in, because it's closing time. They didn't play closing time, Thank which a lot God. of bars do. Sem- yeah. Semi-Sonic. Yeah, I guess. That song sucks. When you hear that in a bar, I want to get violent. Don't you? Not because it's last call. As Tony was saying, I am visibly shaken when that song comes on. No, that and Journeys Don't Stop Believing. Yeah. Every white girl wasted chick in the bar is up with all her friends, and yeah. they're all, Don't believing. And all the shots of Jägermeister are getting lined up on the, on the bar by all the boys, exactly. all the gentlemen callers. Exactly. Welcome to the Northeast. So anyway, the crowd, the bar empties out. The, the bar empties out, and then Warren says, Don't leave. And there were a couple other players there, another VIP type, so uh-huh. to speak. And then before you know it, the lights go back down again. And Kid Rock and Roger Clemens no! walk into the bar and Kid Rock starts DJing in this bar and the party cranks back up again. And before you know it, the place is packed again because other people who knew there was an after party after the regular party 
and this thing went all night long. Cecilio and I, Ceciliano and I were air, there and in there till 5 a.m. and went right on the air from that ball. That's incredible. That's legendary. That's Hall of Fame style Super Bowl reportage right there. When you can crank it all night and then go back on the air like nothing ever happened, that's the way we roll back in the day. And I'm not talking about 10 years. I'm not talking about 50 years ago. It's about like six years ago. War's a good dude. We were out in, we were out in Houston for the uh, for the Final Four. Yep. I'm at, I'm at we're at, we're at um, David Gale's house, uh, the guy who owns yeah, Gale the, Media. Exactly. I'm, we're we're out back we're out back of his house. It's me, it's me, Warren Moon, and Robert Horry, Big Shot Bob, doing shots at the bar, right? And all of a sudden, Warren Moon goes, "Enough of this." Do some shots of this, and he gets a little flask out from the side, and that's the one, Tony. That's the one that sent me into the stratosphere. Got it. Why'd you stop the song? I don't know. For some reason, she wants us to stop the song because we have people. Don't stop the music. Who was it that said that? Don't stop. I don't know. No, that was an album. I know we have a special guest on the line. Now, people think we were having this brutal Twitter feud, which I don't do. I only have Twitter feuds when people come at me that I don't know, and then they start calling me names without knowing me. But the people that I know and love, I don't have Twitter feuds. So the other day, the big story became the Eagles only having one public open practice instead of two. And then uh, these, the usual suspects on Philadelphia radio were trying to be you know, down with the people right. by, by, by ripping the organization. Listen, I rip organizations all the time. I'm not a honk for, for, for teams and Jeffrey Lurie or any of these people. I'm about the people. I'm a man of the people. I think I've proven that in my generation. Everything that guy just says bullshit. Exactly. But Josh Innes, of all people, the other night goes on Twitter and basically totes the company line of the regular, you know what they're going to say, local sports talk, talking heads, decrying the lack of multiple open practices. And that man, of course, ladies and gentlemen, is Josh Innes. Speaking of Houston, back down there. Are you still down in Houston? Well, it's where I live. I don't work here. I don't work anywhere, but I do live here for the time being. But it's a dry heat down there, at least, though, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I played golf with a guy you might know. Do you know, uh, you know Sean Salisbury? Abs- right? Absolutely. Are you kidding me? Let me tell you, a guy takes my job, yet we still go golf together. What a relationship <laughs> we have. No, he's a, great, uh, he's a great guy. He's awesome. And we went, it was about 110, humidity. Yep. Had it like at 115. It was nasty. It was gross. But I grew up in this, in Louisiana, so I'm used to it. But the fatter I get, the harder it is to handle all of it. Because I walked outside this morning to walk my dog. Within a second, I'm drenched in sweat. Dog wants to turn around like five feet out and go back home. Now, do you uh, bring the little water rinse. bottle, you know, like the little portable water bottle, which opens into a, a, dish. a dish so you can make sure the dog gets water in these kinds of days? Oh, I do all of that because Jilly, who, by the way, is my wife. Yes, congratulations. Yes. We, we sent you the, uh, the, the, the good vibes on Twitter. We saw the picture congratulations. On, on Facebook. Awesome, man. Awesome. Well, well thank you. And uh, so, but Jilly gets all serious about it. So I have to carry his water. And then for us, I have to wear one of these camelbacks. And I'm yes. like, Jilly, we're walking around the neighborhood. I don't think we're going to dehydrate, but now I've got this backpack <laughs> filled with water like I'm Lance Armstrong. Stay and I'm just suckling <laughs> water out of this hose that comes out of a backpack just because we're walking our dogs for 10 minutes. That's right. But you're I've not going to Nepal. You're not going to Nepal to go climb uh, Mount Everest, for God's sake. Oh, no. I'm People not, die with I'm that shit. 
I'm walking down to the gas station and back, and I have a camelback. Luther has his own personal bowl, and Jilly is so concerned with him getting his water that if we forget the bowl, she will put her hands out and make me pour water into her hands for him to drink. Uh, yeah, so that's what we do down here. Now, to go back to something you said before we, uh, I came on, I believe you were looking for, I think it's Can't Stop the Music, and I believe that that was The Village The Village, exactly right. The See, movie, I knew you the would. The movie was, Exactly. Yeah. I, I knew you would nail it because I threw it out there, and you know my musical knowledge and your musical knowledge are superb. Having musical yep. backgrounds and your dad in the radio industry and my being around for 100 years. Can't Stop the Music, the Village People movie, yes. which I think they should do a remake. They, no, they need to make it into a musical. It would make the perfect musical. Exactly. Everything else is a musical now. It's ridiculous. And everybody was in that. I think, Bruce, I think Bruce, not Caitlin, I don't know how SAG works, but I think that Bruce was actually in yes. that. Bruce Jenner. Bruce all, Jenner. It was random people. Bruce Jenner was in it. The I think it was Steve Gutenberg. Steve Gutenberg was the, in that too? Wasn't it Steve Gutenberg yep, that was in it? Yeah, he was. Yeah. Steve Gutenberg. Oh yeah, tons of people. Steve Gutenberg's in it every... It was a bomb yeah. for what it's worth. Yes. But yeah. That's a great soundtrack, right? Did they not have all their hits in it? I would imagine yeah, they Yeah, they had everything. They had Do the Milkshake. They I mean, so, so wait, wait. We've got, we've, got, we've got some musicals now here in Philly on uh, Legally Blonde, the movie. It's not even yep. a musical. There's no music in Legally Blonde. How do you make a well, musical? Out of le- how, but you have a musical about the village people. You make everything about, you know, obviously the great groups. Now there's an Elton John movie. You know, there's the Freddie Mercury movie. Good. Yeah, there's the a good movies. movie was great. Absolutely. But how do you not have a village people movie? Well, I'll tell you this. The Elton John movie was great. And I think the Freddie Mercury movie was overrated. Like, they put some fake teeth in this guy so he looked like it. Now he's winning Oscars. I didn't get that movie, but the the Rocket Man movie was fantastic. No, not Rocket Man, the guy in North Korea. That different Rocket Man, yeah. Different Rocket Man, <laughs> a little bit taller. Slightly taller. Or Rocket Man, as they call Rock, him. Rocket, Rocket Man. Man. <laughs> <laughs> so Josh is down in Houston where, of course, the Astros is uh, struggling a little bit right now, just like the Phillies. Yankees and, and Astros. So are people excited about the Astros now down in Houston? Because they're still a good club. Uh, I'd, I'd say, yeah, I'd say so. Um, I'm a season ticket holder. I don't go because I don't have a job, so I just sell them. Uh, but <laughs> whenever good teams are in town, I'm able to make some money. Whenever it's you know the Pirates in town, I don't make any. It's never going to be like Philly. Like this is just not that kind of town, you know. But it's uh, they're kind of. I'd say that they're into it more than they are the Rockets or the Texans. So they're into it. The Texans aren't getting people excited with his training camp a month away? No. It's amazing. Nobody cares about the Texans' big picture. Now, they sell out every game, but it's not like it's not something that really excites people. They're kind of a milk toast organization. They're not interesting. Um, they, well, there's controversy now because they fired the GM after about a year, and then they were going to try to hire the right-hand man of of uh, Belichick, but then they got caught for tampering, so they're not doing that. Like, there's drama, but they're not really that interesting. Josh Ennis, and then speaking of selling tickets, so one of the things that's been happening here 
under the Jeffrey Lurie regime with the Eagles, and it's happening all over the NFL, and it involves training camp and open practices. You know, I go back to Westchester, when you can drive up there as a fan or a media person, and it was an open field, and, you know, there were fences, and the players would come over during breaks and sign autographs, and then up in Lehigh University, where the players were up there, and it was a more intimate environment. So now the, the Eagles, in the last couple of years, since they moved everything down to their complex, the Novacare Center, and then the stadium across the street, they have a couple of open practices, but they've never had more than two. Last year they had two, Josh, and you know this, and so what they do is they give away tickets online, but you have to get them. And so what's happened, and this is what I believe happened, and people are outraged and they're coming after me because I said, you know, having open practices is, to me is not that big of a deal because you're sitting in a gigantic stadium, so there's no intimacy. You're not going down. You're not going to get an autograph because that's not the environment there when there's an open practice in a big stadium. In fact, the owner of the Redskins started doing it uh, as soon as he took over the team, and he was charging people to come in and watch his team practice in the, in the facility every day. So Lori didn't charge, but what he found out, and this is where I think we get to the bottom of this, Lori last year had two of them. People were getting their tickets for free, and then they were scalping them. And so people had to pay for the free tickets that they weren't able to get online, and Lori sees that and says instead of having two open practices where people get their tickets for free online and then go to Craigslist and sell them for $40 because everybody wants to be there, let's do one, charge 10 bucks, and we'll give that money to charity. And now everybody's pissed off in the city. And then the, the radio people are going crazy as if watching guys practice is that big of a deal. You like watching sweaty guys out there doing calisthenics and g- running into stinking sleds? Josh has a hard enough time well, walking his well, dog. Well, if I like... If I liked all that, I'd watch Can't Stop the Music. Exactly. Uh, I, I, I'm not into, no, I, I agree with you, but here's where I have an issue. It's that, and not that they're charging, charge all you want, because if someone's going to buy it, that's just business. But my issue is that you've got practices now that aren't really practice. What do people always say? Like, these guys practice so little that it's not until week three or four that they're really even in game shape anyway. This isn't like the Lehigh where Indy, Kalu, and Tank, and, and, and go down the list of all these guys that played there. I know I, I just listed two of the more obscure ones, I guess, but you get the I'm like, two guys I know, then the other one. Uh, no, but you, know, you you got all these guys, and they're out there banging heads, and they're doing it to, to get ready for the season. They're not actually practicing. They're, as you said, calisthenics, they're running. That's all. If people want to go watch that, let as many people watch it as want to as, as want to watch it for as long as they want to watch it. I'd open up more practices because ultimately it's a much bigger deal to people who think, "Oh wow, I'm going to practice," than someone like you or me who's been to practice a ton and had to work it and knows what it really is, which is nothing. If it excites your fans and, and you want to charge ten bucks, go for it. Open up more practices. I'd be in favor of that, but I'm not beating this drum saying it's an outrage that they just didn't do it. I just think they should have opened up more and charged for those. See, what they do, though, as you know, Josh, they have the training facility over across the street at the Novacare Complex, which is an intimate situation. you got a field there, and then they bring in season ticket holders, charities, sponsors. So they can't bring in thousands of people, so they bring in a couple of hundred people who stand along the sides, and obviously you've got to placate your sponsors. Again, I'm not speaking on behalf of the organization. Jeffrey Lurie, you know, he's, he's another rich, fat cat owner. I'm not speaking for him. I couldn't give a crap about what he does other than put a good product on the field. But you got the people who are sponsors, so they want to go bring their kids. Season ticket holders who spend a lot of money, they get a chance to go. 
because they're the ones invested in this. And I'm not saying you screw over the regular guy, but there are people every single day at the regular practices that they have at the Novacare complex, which you can't get into without security. So if you're going to have them at the big stadium, how are all those people who are just sitting in the upper deck because they got a sick ticket in being deprived of anything? They're not going to be able to go down on the field. The players aren't going to be able to sign 50,000 autographs. And then if they don't, people get pissed off because they didn't get their autograph signed. I would look at it this way. If you think there's a demand big enough for it and those people think, hey, if I spend my $10 and I don't expect an autograph or whatever, I just want to watch the birds practice, then take their $10. You know, like, who cares? If, if they were putting in super secret plays and they were actually practicing, if this were like that little notebook that Henry Winkler had and the, the, the water boy and they're running all those plays, I'm with you. The problem is they're not. They're literally out there not tackling. They're not. They're, they're playing catch. If you can steal people's money and allow them to just come in and watch you play catch and it makes them happy and it placates them, sometimes you've got to placate people, right? It's something i got to learn. But you got to placate people on occasion. I agree, so Josh. I mean, look, we went down to spring training. We're watching, you know, guys warm up, and then we're watching baseball game. The difference is when you go to Florida, it's a trip. When you go to Lehigh, it was a day trip. People would make a trip out of it. It was a nice ride in the country, and then you go up there and you spend the day and you get to walk on the sidelines and you get maybe an autograph or two and you go home. Lehigh, Westchester, the same thing. Going down to the sports complex, again, I agree with you, they should have all open practices. But the outrage that I have coming at me from people who are saying that I'm speaking on behalf of the organization or the ownership group is bullshit. I don't, you know, I want to see the fact, I'm a guy, you know that. You're a man of the people. I'm a man of the people. I don't speak for organizations. I never have and never will. Well, what's funny is when there's a lot of people that, that scream out on behalf of the fans, they tend to be the ones that you never actually see with the fans, if that makes sense. Like, people claim to be big supporters of the fans needing this, and a lot of them, like, I don't know how often I see a Mike Missinelli out hobnobbing with the commoner, but he'll sit there and fight on behalf of the commoner as if he gives a shit about the commoner. Exactly. I don't buy. So uh, there's a lot of uh, phoniness, obviously, to it, and a lot of playing to your audience. But um, I I would just say go and open up every practice, let people watch it, who the hell cares, and uh, and, and move on. Make money. If people are willing to give you $10, and they put in even 10,000 people at $10 a pop, that's money going to your pocket, and they probably give it to you even if it wasn't going to charity. They just want to feel like they're an insider, and watching practice makes certain people feel like an insider. You and I know it doesn't matter, but a lot of people want to do that. So if they're willing to give you money, open up more of these bad boys and let people just hand over money to you and the rich get richer. Ah, see, I'm not about that. What do we get for $10? Yeah, you get well, nothing for $10. What do we get for 10 <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, you know that. You know that I'm not about the fat cats. I, I don't even think that they should charge anybody. They don't charge for parking. Last year, remember, when they did the two open practices, you, they didn't charge for the tickets. So you had to get them online. You go in. They no, there was free parking, and they opened the concessions. So they, but they have to hire security and all that other stuff. So I'm not saying that they should not have to spend any money to placate the fans who don't have season tickets and can't afford to go to the games. But to me, again, I, I just don't get it. I think the whole thing, I can't take my three kids 
uh, to go see the games. Meanwhile, a week, uh, five days after this open practice, they're going to be playing the Tennessee Titans, and the place will be half empty because season ticket holders don't want to go see those games. They still have to buy them. I know they reduced the prices. So why not get tickets from those people who don't want to go see an actual exhibition game where there's players actually playing some sort of football for at least a half before they bring all the scrubs in? Did we lose Josh? Uh-oh. I think we did. Let me try calling him back. Are oh, you I... following me now, Luigi? Am I, I mean, am I, am I... I've been on board with this, Tony. But I'm am I speaking on behalf of the ownership group? Well, you know how I feel about this. I told you exactly why. I think a, a majority of the uproar is the fact that you just cut down an autograph, an autograph grab by one extra practice, and that's what it is. And these people out there who don't have a chance to go down there, like these season ticket holders that have these special experiences, this is their chance to go down there and try to get autographs, and they can't do it. And that's it. If the team sucked, they wouldn't care. They wouldn't care. But they're the Eagles. It's your chance to get Carson Wentz's autograph and all that nonsense. But it's not even that Carson Wentz isn't available or most of these players because they go out and do signings at sporting goods stores, and then you got to pay to go get an autograph there. Right. But But they're complaining about paying $10 to go to an open practice. That's the thing. You can't complain about paying $10 because he was free last year, but then when you go see them at some sporting goods store in New Jersey to get an autograph, or Carson Wentz has his softball game, mm-hmm. and a ton of people show up, and then they get autographs because they pay money. You can't have it both ways. So that's what we're talking about, Josh, access to players for autographs. We know what it's all about. Even last night during the NBA draft, there are people are saying, oh, it's great that they're getting autographs. They could be worth something one day. I remember when we used to get autographs as kids, not because we wanted to turn them into something that we can cash in on later, you get an autograph because you want some day to sell it? I have a John Lennon autograph. I don't want to sell that. I could get thousands of dollars for it. When you have a well, mindset now, there's a mindset of, we got to get an autograph from my son so he can sell it in 10 years if this guy becomes a star. Sure. Um, the autographs I have, I have Jack Buck and Mike Shannon's autograph on baseball. As you talk about autographs that aren't worth much, that's what I've got. So but they mean a lot really to you. A... They mean something to you. I got Andy Van Slyke's autograph. Whose mom's prouder, all right? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> I only get porn stars' autographs, you know, and the ones that really matter to me. The only reason the I Tom Her. <laughs> Tom Her. Tom Her's a great one. Love Tommy Her. It's Tommy Her, man. The only reason I even have Andy Van Slyke's autograph is because my first seven Phillies games that I ever went to, they played the Pirates and got the doors blown off them every single time, and Andy Van Slyke was just hanging out. I'm like, hey, man, have your autograph? He's like, yeah, Sure, no problem. That was it. That was it. That's slick man's like to you, Luigi. I still think you should have paid him instead of Bonds. That's all I'm saying. Do you saying, have man. a Jose Lima, Trevor from the 203 checks? I got the late, great Jose Lima's autograph. That's a good one. That's a quality <laughs> autograph to have. That's a lively cat you got there. That's a good one. Unbelievable, man. I got your autograph on the check you gave me that bounced other than that. Exactly, it, yes. So. <laughs> so, Josh, what's next? As people are asking, what's next? I know, you know, you're in Houston. Are, are you are you as uh, disgusted with the industry as I am after many many years and just decided? Hey, I know you're doing I, I, a podcast. I, I am, I, but I, yet I'm still waiting for a job in said industry. I don't have the balls that you have to just go out and do something on my own. So because uh, everybody says just do a podcast like Bruno, but I don't have the balls to do that. Tony's a ballsy cat. Me, my wife's like, you're not going to sit there and just do some podcast. We have to find a real job. So I'm I'm trying to find a job that will allow me to still do a podcast because I get that that's where it's going, and I understand that that's where it's going. I'm not stupid, and I have a nice following on the podcast when I do it. But uh, it just I have to find an actual job to pay the bills and then kind of go in 
uh, end of the podcast. So yeah, because you're I still a young fella. See, I'm at the end of my career here where I'm just now dabbling with digital. We've been doing a, a podcast for years in different forms. And the digital media is the world. You know, as an older guy, the knock is, you know, you old guys, man, you don't even know what a text is. And you don't know how to take the, you know, Twitter and social media and digital. We've embraced digital. And, you know, and this is, this is an opportunity for people to hear you everywhere. And anybody can do a podcast now. There's a gazillion of them. And so it's about if you have a following and you think people are going to like what you do and they're going to continue to listen to you, you do it. You know, I do it in my basement, the wine cellar. It's not a basement anymore because we, you know, we, Robin oh, and I. Oh, good. You've upgraded. That's well, yeah, great. Robin and I have redone this whole house. We should be on HG. We should do an HGTV <laughs> DIY podcast. You know what I'm saying? Because believe it or not, John, when we do videos of like tearing our kitchen apart and redoing the entire kitchen, which Robin and I did last year, or Luigi, Robin and I doing this basement over, all the videos we post, that gets the most hits. Unbelievably the People so. want to see people doing home improvements. They don't want to hear idiots talking about sports. Yeah. Either that or they want to see you hurt yourself. I'm not sure. Exactly, yes. <laughs> well, you know, I, so last night I watched this show, this Steph Curry-produced show that's like wacky mini-golf, like extreme mini-golf. And like these, you play mini golf, and then like this woman's trying to run through like a a, a windmill and gets taken out by it. It's like those uh, those, those the Asian shows where they get yes. knocked off of stuff it's on a block or a chart. Yes, with yes. mini golf. It's the best show I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> like, I loved it. I couldn't stop watching it. It's called Holy Moly on ABC. Yes, yes. I like Steph Curry because he's not out of here producing stuff that. Basically, the difference between he and LeBron is LeBron just rips off everybody's idea and then claims it as his own and makes it slightly a little bit woker, if that makes sense. Like, I'm sure this new Space Jam is just going to be hardcore woke. Uh, it's, they're probably going to let, like, the women's team beat the Monstars at the end of this Space Jam or something like that. But, um, you know, Steph Curry's out here like, you know what, I'll see that, and I will have wacky mini golf with people getting knocked over by windmills. And it was brilliant television. I couldn't stop watching. Well, you know what, Josh? We should do a regular Josh Innes, Tony Bruno segment on the Twitch day until you until you find a job where you can't do it anymore, you know, and and get all of your people that because they do love you two together, and you guys. I'll do, do it. You guys. The guy no. from Twitch actually sent me a message the other day. Oh, the, some guy like a recruitment guy for Twitch, like Don, Don Collins, Don that Collins? guy, not, not Tom yeah. Collins. He's still working not the bar. No. Yes. Don, Don Co- Collins, yes, yes. with a K. Don, Don Collins, yes. He used to be the program director out in San Francisco. Yep. And he's yep, been know, in the radio so. business, and now he's going into the digital medium, realizing that the future for programmers in, on terrestrial radio, as you can see, and anybody who's been in the business knows, you know, the future's in digital. It's about what's next. And people are consuming sure. all of their content now digitally, whether it's TV, radio, uh, satellite. I mean, people want access to things when they want it. You know what I'm saying? I hear you. Yes. Sure. Well, you know what? We'll- Anytime you want me on, just let me know. I'll be. I, I am not busy unless I'm golfing with the guy who took my job. <laughs> so you and Sean Salisbury play a lot of golf. Say hi to him for me, man. I love him. Well, we we played yesterday. That's the first time we played in a while. But um, yeah, he's he's the best, and we golf together. And uh, he's, he he doesn't curse as much as I do. I'm a very angry golfer. That's what I should do: is just film myself golfing and make that a show. Exactly. It, it, it also I have to get taken out by a windmill. But outside of that, it'd be riveted. Just cursing and me getting taken out by a windmill. It'd be on ABC ah, next week. you mother. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, Steph Curry, uh, I, I'm just reading Variety, Josh. 
the ratings for Holy Moly won the night for ABC last night. Wow. Everybody's That's watching brilliant. this stupid... People want to see people get knocked over. Yes. That's all people want. It won the uh, it won the eighteen to forty nine demo on an otherwise quiet, you know, because Master Chef was on. It beat that. It beat the Wall, the Big Bang Theory, which has jumped the shark and it's done. But how about this? The night of the NBA lottery, I mean the NBA draft, gets beaten by Steph Curry playing mini golf on I, on I ABC. Tell, but it's, you got to watch it. They they're knocked into pools and it's, they're getting knocked out by windmills. It is truly brilliant television. Because it's two things people like. People like to play mini golf. Not everybody golfs, right. but everybody plays mini golf, and everyone likes to see dummies getting knocked over by windmills. Someone on Twitch is saying, "Quick, five Luigi, go fall down the stairs." You, this is no great. Go, go fall down. We have, we got have people like falling and doing stunts because it's all about stunts. Yeah. But you know that's got Joe Tessitor, who's the voice of Monday Night Football on ABC, and Rob. He's actually much better on this than he is on uh, Monday Night Football. <laughs> He's fantastic on this. He's awful on Monday Night Football. <laughs> and then of course the great Rob Riggle, Riggle who does the commentary. <sighs> yes, it's actually funny. Uh, it's 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 dopey, but it's funny. What about Jeannie May? I didn't see her, the sideline host. Is she good? She was hot. I have no idea who she is, but she was hot. That's all that matters. I mean, does it really that's, matter? Yeah, You're doing that's mini all golf. The sideline reporters there for. You're Other doing than Howard Eskin. All sideline reporters are hot, <laughs> and he's a good-looking guy. Well, he's especially when he guy. brings out the full-length furs. He's still bringing out the full-length furs long after most people have abandoned their furs. That takes balls. Not him. Well, Josh, Not him. He... And, and he's. he's and he's going to do it at one of these open practices when it's 100 degrees outside. <laughs> he's, got, he knows that he's got to put on a show. He's a showman. It's like, you know, like uh, Ric Flair always has to be in character. Always. Exactly. you got to be. That's, that's Howard. He's never out you of character. To the Rolex. Yep. Well, Josh. Baron. Wait a minute. That's... No, I, you want, you want no play, Rod. No, we got to play. The Rolex. Wearing. All right. I'm going back to my Chick-fil-A now. Kids stealing. Woo. Wheeling. Woo. Limousine right. Jet flying, son of a gun, and I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down. There's Josh. It's too long. Those 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 takes. No, are too that long. was a good one. He gave a little wrestling thing, and we played a little wrestling thing for him. Yeah, well, Josh dropped. He said he was going back to his Chick Fil A. Yeah. He's got to eat his Chick Fil A. You can't have the cold Chick Fil A sauce when you got the nuggets. If the Chick Fil A are too soft, and the problem is when Chick Fil A sits around and gets cold, it gets too greasy, right? I guess I've only had Chick Fil A once in my life with you. I have no idea. You don't like Chick-fil-A, Luigi? No, it's good. I just never had it more than one time. That's all. We have to ha- I have to have it at least once a week. It's a religious experience for me. You just can't have it on Sunday. Speaking well, nobody can have it on Sunday. It was good to have Josh. We'll have to have Josh pop on. We had a little reunion tour today. We had Zabe on. We had Josh on. And now we have Luigi on eating uh, pretzels and nuggets. These are good. Those are good. Those peanut butter uh, stuffed pretzel nuggets. You need them, bro. I need to get a couple of those. Anyway, okay. now we have people doing Luigi Batista bomb me through a flaming table. Yeah. Did he really? No, he's one, that's, 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 we, can, we can do that. It's like a wrestling move. I, I know exactly what it is. Why do you think they have so many uh, folding tables now when you go into stores? You want to try a real stunt. Have somebody trying to cross a Philadelphia street and videotape that. Exactly that's a real right. stunt right there. Robin's mom's like crossing the streets here in, in South Philly like there's not even no cars. She does not care. I don't understand, especially in California. In California, they give you a ticket for jaywalking. They do. I've Robin's seen it. mom comes here, and she's like, just walks across the street. I've seen it. I've literally seen it. I've seen someone get a citation for jaywalking. I remember I, when I, 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 when I first it. moved to L.A. I'm not kidding. I'm in Westwood Village on the UCLA campus. 
And I and so I'm new to the town. I don't live there yet. I got an apartment down in the marina. So I go up there to have lunch, and I walk, and the, and the block's really long. So to walk to the corner to cross at the light, and there was nobody on the street. So I decide, hey, I, you know, I'm not going to walk all the way to that corner and that corner. I needed to be in the middle of the block. I crossed. There was nobody around, and all of a sudden I hear sirens. I'm not making this up. I hear sirens, and then I hear when they have the, you know, the speakers on the police cars, uh-huh. and they get on there and say, sir, you're a jaywalking. Stop right there. And this cop comes over to me and was going to give me a ticket until I cop the... Do you have any idea who you, I... No, I didn't do I said, right. I'm sorry, officer. I didn't, you know, there's nobody on the street. I just moved here. I didn't realize it was a violation to cross the street, and I didn't realize it was a finable offense. That, that, was, that was in 2000. Fast forward to 2019. Now, not only can you walk across the street anywhere you want, you can shit, you can set up a tent, you can do drugs, you can poop, you can pee, you can basically live on the street and they won't give a damn about anything. I have audio of you and that police officer, the interaction. Let's I go have to the it tape. right here. Let's go to the tape. This is you talking back to the cop after you being confronted. Let's go to the tape. What did you say? Oh. You're talking to me all wrong. It's, <laughs> it's the wrong tone. <laughs> it was, you know, I mean, you weren't going to take no crap. Well, I have a baseball update, ladies and gentlemen, at Wrigley Field. Have the Cubs broken through? How about that? You Darvish. Helping himself, Tony. You Darvish just knocks in a run, knocks in a run, and now the Cubs after trailing. And here comes Joe Regan, 82-year-old Joe Regan, ladies and gentlemen, has made his first appearance wearing a gigantic, overblown, full metal jacket. He's got, the, he's got the poncho on like it's 10 degrees. <laughs> God bless him. So you Darvish knocks in a run, and the Cubs have now taken a 2-1 lead, and we have had our first Joe Regan sighting as the new pitching coach. As I mentioned earlier, he was on the same pitching staff with, with Sandy Koufax with the Los Angeles Dodgers back in the 70s. I think Moses stole him five bucks. Wow. That is awesome. He was moving well for 82. Yeah, he now. really was. Everybody thinks 82 is old. It's not old. Is 82 old, Robin? 82-year-old people can still run. Yeah, but it's old. Robin's mom's almost 80, and she runs marathons. Yes, I know. She's, I think, an anomaly, though. She is an anomaly. Yeah, but that doesn't mean if you hit 80, and obviously if you have physical problems and you can't walk and you've got all kinds of arthritis, but just because Joe Regan is 82, it's easy to make jokes about an 82-year-old pitching coach walking out to the mound and do all kinds of, well, he needs a scooter, and he needs one of those uh, uh, walkers. I think that he if needs you, a curry cane and a golf you, cart. As long as you're Cruise. not injured and you stay active, yeah. then you can be active for much longer than it's, it's when you sit down all the time and exactly. don't move. You got to be, you got to be, uh, you got to move. You got to, you got to, sometimes you got to move, sometimes you don't. Well, you know, Tony, it's the boys of summer, and the boys of summer have a way of bringing the, uh, the life back to some of these people. Let me go to the music. That's a good transition right there, Thank Luigi. you, Tony. I appreciate that. I'm paying attention to the past boys four of summer years. in here now. Where are those sons of bitches? Well, the Phillies certainly aren't the boys. Of, no. they're, they're the boys of slumber. Boys of slumber, exactly. <laughs> I knew that was coming. Would you like me to get it? I got it right here, Robin. Okay. Just crank my bitch up right here. Bring me up. I am. <sighs> I'm playing it right now. There it is. Here we go. You have your audio turned way down. No, I don't. I have it all the way up. Gonna hit the the hi hats. The hi hats. There you go. Love this song. You want to talk about a great song? You're driving, and when I was in LA, I really appreciated this song. I get my 
my 350Z with the top down, brand new. I had the first 350Z reintroduced. You had a Nissan 350Z? Yeah, I did, I did commercials for a car dealership. Like at the IROC Z, come on, no, man. No, the 350Z was tight, man. Black. Yeah, it was. And then it had the brown leather interior. Oh, I don't like the brown on black. The I'm chocolate? telling you right now, that car, when I would pull that car over. Oh, yeah, they're, and, they're amazing cars. And I'm in L.A., and I pull over in a parking spot. I got people with Benzes and Maseratis and... And you name the cars, they would stop and say, what is that? Yeah. Because nobody had one. I had the very first one in California that had made me drive it because they wanted me to show it off. They made you drive well, it? They, no, they said, hey, we're going to want you, you know, we, we want you to do our commercials. Right. And we're going to let you pick out the first 350Z. And I'm driving that thing down the PCH. I love that car. And this song's cranking. And you got the Pacific Ocean on the left. Right, Robin? I felt the same way in my little VW Bug convertible. Yeah, man. When I, crank, when I crank up it's the mini These are convertible songs. This is a my my favorite line in the song. I saw a dead head sticker on the Cadillac. Remember this song? Maybe the Phillies will become the boys of summer now instead of the boys of slumber. You're going to start seeing Phillies dead heads on the back of <laughs> Jesus. By the way, what's happening to Don Brown today? We haven't done a Don Brown yeah, update. Yeah, let's check in on Don Brown right now down there. Hang on a second. Let me get the Don Brown. Don Brown, where you at? How great is this song, Rob? Crank this bitch up, Robin. Is that cranked up enough? Are we getting the full modulation? It sounds a little low on my headsets. I'm all the way up here, Rob. Sure? Yes. She said. I can tell you that my love for you will still be strong when we forget about the Phillies once the Eagles games are on. <laughs> Let's bring it back to the Eagles. Wait a minute. No, no, we haven't. No, wait, but, no, wait, wait but let me get to this part because this is my favorite part. When the guitars. Right here, right here. This is this. Sticker on a Cadillac. Put voice inside my headset. Don't look back. No, you'll never look back. I didn't touch that, Robin. I had never touched that thing. I used the bottom thing down here. All right, let's get the Don Brown update here. There's officially nothing happening with Tom Brown. <laughs> I've just checked every major thing you could possibly check. Isn't he still playing in Mexico? Yeah, he's playing for the um, oh for the uh, Tecolotes de los Dos Laredos in the Mexican League, but they're uh, not playing today. So love their vodka, going. though. They have a really good uh, lower brand vodka, not expensive, about $20 a bottle. They actually have their own guacamole. It's hitting <laughs> store shelves uh, this upcoming, <laughs> upcoming weekend. So. so make sure you check out your grocer. I have that uh, Bum remix, by the way. Yes. Oh, we have it now? Yes. We asked for it, Tony. We laid it out for someone to play it out. It was sent in by the Swedish chef himself. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a world. We're going to drop it right here on the show. And if it's not any good, we're going to drop it really fast, too. We will drop it like it's hot. 
And as I said yesterday, I hate the term, we're dropping our new whatever. Luigi probably likes that because he's still into the John and all the other things. No, I'm not. How about dropping <laughs> it? How about drop? But <laughs> drop you, you crumb bum. Trevor found me a 350Z for $17,700. It's only 3000 more than the IROC Z that I was going to buy. No, I love my 350Z, man. No, the 350Z is a nice you, car, You're man. in L.A. and you got a 350Z. I'm telling you, man. They and look I had sharp to, and silver, though, man. No, the black with the brown leather. I'm telling you. I got to find it. I got pictures. I got to find pictures of that car. I don't like the chocolate interior in the black. I'm though. telling I never, you, man. I never got to see it. I know. You had, it wasn't. It was. And then, then after that, because I would go into a car every couple months. So I had that for it's three months. And then I got to drive the very first ever Nissan Altima Hybrid. I had the first hybrid in California made by Nissan because back then it was only the stupid, uh, what are those cars that everybody drives that the hipsters drive? The first original. The Prius. The Prius. They suck. They had Priuses everywhere in California. But then other companies like Nissan came out with the first hybrid. So you went from a 350Z to a, an Altima. Because it was the car that, that they were promoting. Can I promote the Z just a little bit longer? No, because they were going to sell it as a. They, then they do is you ride it as a oh. as a as a. Do you and, know who owned this car before? Exactly. You? <laughs> so they, I would drive the car for three months, and then they would put it on the lot as a you know as a previously owned, low mileage only driven highway only a, highway miles only. We've have uh, we have cleaned out the seats. All <laughs> the other accoutrements are gone. This baby is spanking brand new. Detailed, ready for retail. Exactly right. <laughs> that was a panty dropper. Let me tell you right now. That car. So then they said, hey, by the way, we now have the very first in the state of California. Oh, okay. It was the very first Nissan Altima Hybrid. So you weren't, a, you, you, at this point now, you're a connoisseur. Exactly. Okay. And people were looking at that car and saying, wait, that's a hybrid? And so that's what the purpose of me being the spokesman for this Nissan dealership down in, uh, on, the, on the 405. Did I take you to that dealership to introduce no. you to my... The, the guy who owned the place is great. And the Nissan Altima, by the way, back then, that, that, that first hybrid... It was a sweet-looking car. But not only is it sweet, but when you would drive up your street and you, you, you go into battery mode, nobody heard you. Yeah. You're pulling into your driveway and you can't yeah. hear anything. <laughs> it was awesome. It was fun. Now, we're talking about it's 2000... car for an adult. Okay. We're talking about 2002. Well, let me play this clip since All I right, have let's it go there. now to the music now. Can we talk with you for just a moment? No, I'm busy. You couldn't answer any of our Perhaps questions? I wouldn't talk to you under any condition. Why is that, sir? Forget it. Scram. <laughs> We're allowed to be on the street, sir. I don't want to talk to you. The day is bumps and the bumps, too. He told me nothing about it. He got to get up. Give me the girls with the pumps and the... That's when I'm up, and I hear another slap slap. Get away from me or I'm going to throw you out in the middle of the street. <laughs> told you, it works good. Sir, I want more questions. I'm telling you, get away from me. <laughs> oh. Oh. This is awesome. You're a creep. <laughs> By myself, I'll take you physically. Get away from me, you crumb. <laughs> oh, man. I want this on regular rotation. This is the new summer song right here. You're damn right. I'll show you what kind of a man you are. You're less than a man. <laughs> this is epic. Let this ride. Don't even mess with us. We like the girls with the pumps and Show you what kind of a man you are. You're less than a man. That's epic. There you have yeah, it, ladies and gentlemen. Roaring round of applause. And I tell you, Tony, it would be remixed perfectly with pumps and a bump. You did it. You nailed it. And then, of course, the Swedish chef oh. in his kitchen. After assembling a brand new IKEA full, he just put together an entire bedroom set 
and then still did that song all within an hour. Well, the bedroom set's not done yet. I mean, that's not, that's not put together. That was great. That was great. Thank you, Swedish Chef. That was fantastic. Wow. Trevor from the 203. This is a perfect Soul Cycle song. Can you do me a favor, Robin? Can you email that to me so I can have it? How that's about fantastic. That? That's a great job. And that was like less than, less than an hour when we were talking about Pumps and the Bump, and then I played the Frank Rizzo crumb bum bit with the reporter. Wow. Uh, there he goes. Luigi asked, happy to oblige, love the show. Thank you, Swedish chef. That's a good job out of you, man. Fantastic. You're going to get when we get swag, you're going to get some. By the way, the Mets have just taken the lead. Have they, Tony? You Darvish just puts one right down the middle of the plate and that McNeil dude just jacked one into the has left the yard. Right uh, right actually center field. Right. Over by the BioFreeze scoreboard out exactly, there. Exactly, baby. BioFreeze. Bio I need some of that on my neck right now. Jesus. I like BioFreeze. You like BioFreeze, are you, Robin? You know what we should I do, I love BioFreeze. Yes. And, should... and Trevor from the 203, yes. Yes, I do want a MacBook. Maybe we should cool <laughs> off with a nice, cool summer song, Tony. Yeah, let's get some summer summer sausages, though. Well, I don't like summer sausages. You haven't even sausage. done any updates Update. or You have nothing. an update, Robin? Well, you, ha- you need material for tonight, don't you? No, oh, we're going to... Bu- we may have to bring some of the best of the early show back to the late show. <laughs> There are radio stations right now that do a three-hour show, and they'll play bits back from their first hour in the third hour. Mm-hmm. We may play some stuff back. Like, we're going to play Pumps in the Bump tonight. Oh, yeah. Anyway, that's going to be a heavy rotation. Oh, you got to. So when we're going late night tonight, into the night from 10 to 1, when we come back for another three hours at no additional charge to you, although tips and bits are uh, encouraged, right. you know, we'll put, the, we'll put the bit jar up on the piano, and I'll put one up on my organ. <laughs> And then you can uh, help uh, support the show. You know what I'm saying? I hear you. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> and Just... the, there are a lot of things that I think would be easier, or not easier. Everything even, would be easier. Even funnier after we've had some vino. Yes. I'm so, shot. I'm on three hours sleep. Dude, I didn't sleep. I was up till no, three o'clock in I'm the morning. Saying, I'll be shot. Three hours sleep coming back from the Phillies game. I'll give you one of my uh, Adderalls. It'll be fine. Uh, and by the way, the Mets Whoa. now lead the Cubbies. <laughs> We're in the top of the third already, and it's 3-2 Mets leading the Cubs as Phil Regan went out there and worked his magic, calming his pitcher down, and then the Mets respond and get a bomb from McNeil. Are we going to the music? Are we going to the- No, let's get an update in here, though. All right. What's it's about content. Music is always a part of the show. We don't stop the music, as we discussed with Josh right. Innes not that long ago. We don't stop believing. And Robinson Cano, don't you know? He's up for the Mets now. 3-2, Mets lead Cubs. Two outs, top of the third. You Darvish on the hill for the Cubbies. Meanwhile, we've been doing a lot of snake stories, alligator yeah, stories. Snakes. Too many snakes. We do We're doing, you know, it's summer. Snakes are they're more active in the and summer. And oftentimes they are originating. A lot of our stories are, are from uh, Florida. Florida. But this one is not. This is not from Florida? No, it is well, not. Well, you know, by the way, there are snakes everywhere, as you know, Rob. Yes. Snakes are everywhere. Well, and most of the time when we do snake stories, the snakes are the bad guy. People no. don't like snakes. We have a we have a hero snake. Yes, we, we do. have a snake that we can all finally agree with. Finally, a snake story that you will root for the snake for the first time ever. Let's go to your snake desk, and she's been slithering around many times on this show for many many years. Here she is. I let you do it, Tony. Miss Rob. Scale back now, Tony. All right, scale back. All right, scale back. Oh wait, hold on a second. We have a. We have a frozen, frozen um, Jesus camera Christ. sensation. Hang on uh, just okay. a second. Let me unfreeze We have a frozen it. camera? 
We, we do, do have a frozen Well, you had family. frozen shoulder a couple of years ago, Robin, and that's painful. You got frozen daiquiri. Well, yeah, frozen. I, I, yeah, I can go for a nice drink with an umbrella. I may have to make some... some cho- we need margarita action. No, you know no, what we no, need? No, we need margaritas, Tony. No, we don't. Painkillers. Yes, we, do. we need painkillers. We do need painkillers. I haven't made a nice batch, a pat, big batch, batch. of painkillers in God, a long I time. Com- I miss doing the comedy sports shit. That was the best. Remember right. the painkillers? Pain of course. Again. All right, are let's we, get back to the... She's not a snake in the grass. Sometimes she's a pain in the ass. Here she is, Miss Robin. Damn. It's just rolling out of you two You're here. damn right, man. I stay out the bushes. See what happens when you let me talk? Don't you? <laughs> we actually work well together. Let's go to our snake. We need some snake music. You got any snake pliskin? Uh, let me see what I got. White snake? Oh, is yeah. That... Give me a little white snake. Oh, oh, I don't have any white, white snake. snake. I'm sure Tony. Can I got a white on. snake down here. I haven't been out in the sun much lately. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus Let's Christ. go to St. Louis, shall we? Oh, it's snakes in St. Louis. Yes, St. Louis. Well, you and I, we we have been to at least one. I think more than one exotic amphibian shows. Yes, absolutely. They have them at all amusement parks. They have yeah. them. At, they bring out the animal trainers and they show the kids. They whip out the big cobras. Well, and then the guy rings out the pythons, and then the chicks say, Duh, check out the dude. Right. Check the out the pythons on that dude yep. while everybody else is looking at the little two-inch snake. You know what I'm saying? Garden snakes. The garter snakes. But Miss Robin has a snake who does the right thing. Exactly And it's right. all about do the right thing on this show. As Spike Lee once said. Yeah. Exactly right. Let's go back to Miss Robin already in progress. So this is a, this is a story about a snake... Giving instant karmic justice, uh, a boa constrictor was recently stolen by the exo- uh, from the exotic amphibian reptile center in St. Louis. The owner, what? yes, the owner James Brumley, said that two women posed as customers last Sunday, saying oh. they wanted to buy a large rodent, not a snake, a not rodent. Not a snake, a rodent. No, a rodent. Right, what kind of rodent? Bill, the Pennsylvania lottery green, uh, the, the, that stupid rodent. I'm, su- I'm assuming it's a rat. I don't think that they sell. Keep on scratching. Yeah. Yes. They chatted for a while with a store clerk, you know, to kind of dis- di- make them be a little bit more uh, calm. That's what you want to do, build a rapport. Re- build a rapport. <clears throat> and uh, then when the the business that the clerks went back to get one of get something for them they took off with a large boa constrictor the boa constrictor how big was that boa uh, not larry boa of course the, and not bowl bowl they grabbed the entire bin so they <laughs> grabbed a plastic bin with the boa constrictor inside about three to four feet long about four years old baby but what they did not consider was that this particular boa was not hand-fed. It was an older... It had not been socialized very right. much. Mm-hmm. And, you know, boas are not just real happy if they don't They don't know. just wrap around your neck no. in some sex show somewhere. No. So no. The, the clerks of the store ran outside after they realized what was going on just in time to hear one of the two women, one of the two burglars from the car let out a chilling scream apparently what they're assuming was that the goodness gracious the the boa must have bitten one of the burglars let me put my hands together let's put your hands together for the boa boa's gonna do what a boa's gonna do you know what I mean not Sam Bowie who, of course, was taken ahead of Michael Jordan, as you remember way back in the day what about your all-time backfires so the 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 clerk said that this particular boa was known to be feisty 
It well, was, they are, like. And likely bit at least one of the women. And there was some justice there, said Brumley, even though they got away. They did get away because this particular snake was very, very aggressive. Uh, despite the injury, the women still made their getaway. And they got the snake anyway? Yeah, oh yeah, they still... I they thought were, when the snake bit their asses, they probably threw it back and ran no, away. No, they, they still... I mean, hopefully they didn't do anything horrible to the snake because it bit them, but um, boa constrictors are not poisonous. However, they do have teeth that are kind of like a kitten, and then they have more of them than a kitten. So, so when they bite you, it just hurts. There's oh, no, there's yeah. no venom or anything. No, there's right? no venom. We can go on but Wayfair right now it, and get one for like four hundred fifty bucks. And it for and a it, and it, uh, it when it clomps down and it kind of like goes back and forth, mm-hmm. it'll rip your skin. It's more like most like Luigi's dates. Pretty much. You know, when once they get your teeth in you. You you gotta let it. You, they won't let now, go. And much no, like my date and these snakes, the juice usually isn't worth the squeeze. I'll no, tell you that this, right now, Tonar. It's just not. Get this: the snake actually sold for one hundred and forty-nine dollars. So it's not like they got away with a it's whole bunch of stuff. We got one hundred forty-nine really bucks. Worth it? But um, the cops were alerted, and pet shops everywhere in the St. Louis area are being told to be alerted. That's instant karma, except the bitch has still got away with the boa. It is a felony to steal an animal in the state of Missouri, even though the amount was under $500, which is usually the mark. Yeah, I'm sure they'll put those people behind bars if they ever catch them. More laws that are never enforced. By the way, we have reaction, though, of when they finally got the one person. Who? Oh, are we still back with this? About to open some fucking windows. Exactly right. Uh, there you have it. Don't you have that on your tablet too? No, I don't think I have that in yes, here. Yes, you do. <laughs> yes, you do. I don't think I do, Robin. I will double check now. I thought I put it on there. <sighs> now the question is, are we gonna do a pajama party tonight? I don't know. I don't even have pajamas. Yeah, you do. You just said that you had your I I, I don't know where they like are. I know exactly where they're like No. I don't know if I'm gonna make it. Well, okay. I'm just like, I mean, I'm just saying. I we mean, can I, do it without you. I know you can. I'm just saying. <laughs> now, Thanks, I'm gonna, Robin. You think I, 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 I'm a, like a strong part of You're saying you're going to go down the shore after the damn Phillies game tonight. You want to go down the shore with me? Hell no. Yeah, you do. I got a room. Well, you do? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? He North, looked over at Robin like, what are we doing here? You North know? Wildwood? What do you got? A tenement? You got one of those like uh, Airbnbs? AC, baby. You want AC? He's going to pitch a tent. Exactly. <laughs> going to sleep under the boardwalk? No. That's a great summer song, too. No. Under yes. But it doesn't say summer, Tony. We're, Hold on. We're, I'll get it. Tony, you just No, keep don't play under the boardwalk. Stick with the songs about summer. That's a summer song. No, you said it has to have the word summer in it. I know, but what I'm thinking about, you're going to the shore, you're going to Atlantic City, you got the Steel Pier, you got the High Diving Horse, you got Ed Hurst, you got all kinds of great memories of Atlantic City. Has the whole world gone crazy? Am I the only one around here who gives a shit about the role? <laughs> you said only songs with the word summer in it, Tony. Tony. Damn it. Tony. Pay attention. I am paying attention. I will find it. I'm not finding it. I'm finding the next song, Robin. He's just going right to summer. What's the matter with you? Go to... uh... I'm going to this classic right here. I have it. I have it here right here. Oh, when the sun beats down and burns the tar up on the roof. And your shoes get so hot, you wish your tired feet were fireproof. Under the boardwalk, down by the sea, 
On a blanket with my babies Where I'll be Everybody now, get low Get low, get low Under the ball under the boardwalk. I love it when you get low, We'll be Daddy. having some fun. People walking above. We'll be making love wow. under the boardwalk. Boardwalk. From the park you hear the happy sounds of the carousel. You can almost taste the hot dogs and french fries they sell. even have the words of this. This is all from memory, yo. On a blanket with my babies where I'll be. Under the boardwalk, bitch. Under the boardwalk. We'll be having some fun. Under the boardwalk. People walking above. Under the boardwalk. AJ in San Antonio, what is this, bad karaoke night? Okay. Back to the show. I have been assassinated. I have been buried alive. <laughs> well, when you're under the boardwalk, you know, you get them at the sand... You know, some stunard comes over. You're banging some chick under the boardwalk. Oh, I, I can't do it on the beach. No, you gotta have a you gotta have a towel. You can't yeah. go right under the sand. But you know how hard it is to get sand out of those places down there. When, Impossible. Even, yes. Even when you have a towel, it still gets everywhere. I have no, 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 no. want to do that. By the way, bang have, a chick like, under the I boardwalk. I have no want to have sex on the beach. No. Whatsoever. None. No. Zero. Absolutely. Zero. None. I hate to do it to you, man. No, Are you what? kidding me? In the water, yes. You run into the water afterwards and you clean yourself off. No, no, no. It's no. not about that. About like just the crevices and the. I mean, it's probably yes. fun for about thirty seconds. No, and then it's I'm not. With it. no, 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 no. You're wrong. No. You're a crumb bum. Let me See, tell you right now. You, let me I tell know, you. <laughs> you're a creep. I want to fight you right now. Yeah. Let me tell you. There's nothing worse for a woman <laughs> than to get sand up there, and for a guy, it's just on the outside. Speaking of that, we may have to play the follow-up to Under the Boardwalk. You know what the? You know what the? The follow-up song was this? What, on no. the escalator? What? No. <laughs> it's called Sand in My Shoes. Look it up, Robin. You're talking about it. They went under the boardwalk. They got all the sand up in all those uh, private places, every itch, every cranny, every nook, every spot. And then they came back and realized they still have some sand in their shoes. Is this the same group, Robin? This is Sand in My Shoes. We're, Dito? We're, no, this is like one of those club remixes. Oh. AJ Marcus saying, Luigi need, to, need, need, Luigi need to call Hannah? Hannah who? Who the hell's Hannah? I don't know. I knew oh, her sisters, though. Hannah Anderson. Sanded my shoes by the drifters. Is that yes, the, the drifters oh, okay. who did Under the Boardwalk. Okay, let me do this. That was a chill song, which yeah. is cool. I like this. No, this is a live version. Oh, the boardwalk's deserted. These are the same guys, the drifters. Say they did Under the Boardwalk, and now the place is empty. Was this on the B-side? No, this was another hit. This was their follow-up hit. God, what a voice. God, I love the drifters. You know why, Robin? Because I still got some sand in my shoes. Everybody now, sand in my shoes. Basically, under the boardwalk, 
Except now they got sand in their shoes and they're not under the boardwalk anymore. You follow me, Air Luigi? You, you follow me, man? Another thing that I hate sand in my shoes. I hate. I hate with a passion sand in anywhere. I haven't been on a beach in two years. What's the matter with you, man? Ever, I, Tony, you know me. You know me better than anyone else. I've been working my ass off nonstop, brother. That's we haven't all I been, do is work. I haven't, I haven't been, done a goddamn thing in two years, and I'll be damned if I'm not going to do a damn thing this year. Then so go I'm, do it. I am going to do it. Who's Hannah? I have no idea. I just said, Rob, are you even following along with the I show? I know. Bring this guy, Hannah. AJ Margo, says, I need to find Hannah. Who the hell's Hannah? Who's Hannah? AJ, who's Hannah? By the way... Our phones are working. Let's so go to the phones, then. If anybody would like to call, give comments, request a song, 215-462-TONY. That's 215-462-8669. Who the Lines fuck is are Hannah? open. I knew Hannah, Hannah and her sisters. That was a bad movie. It was a chick flick. I never liked it. You remember that movie, Hannah and her I'm sisters? I'm not bringing up? Hannah to the board. You don't bring sand to the beach. What the hell's the yeah. matter with you? <laughs> Jesus Christ. By, by the way, the Drifters had a third song after that <laughs> called <laughs> Sand to the, the Beach. beach. <laughs> They did under the boardwalk, sand in my shoes, and then don't bring That's sand right. to the beach. That was the exactly. BJ, I mean, B side. No, then they went a little more urban and they went a little more uh, gangster. And they did don't bring no. sand to the beach, bitch. Don't, don't bring, bring the mother humping sand to the mother humping beach. Yeah, I think we have audio of that. We have though. tape? Yeah, I think it is right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah. This is not only a summer song. This is a fall song. This is a winter song. This is a spring song. This ah. is a sing song. Oh, I get it. Hand, like the hand. Hannah, like your hand. Hannah Palmer Henderson. Hannah Palmer Henderson. There's no yes. shortage of participants. It's just, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I just got a 95 from Rebel Man doing got, the Drifters. And the Rebel Man, as you know, understands quality R&B. Smoothed out to the R&B tip. When you don't respect the greatness of the drifters, Luigi, and you turn a blind eye to the greatest singers of all time. No, I, I love that. That is a national man. outrage the right there, man. That was pretty damn good drifters there. I sound, did I sound okay? Because I sounded okay to me. You know when you sing karaoke and you always think you sound better than you do? You know, when you're drunk and you're in a bar and you're singing, you're like, damn, I'm nailing this. I am nailing this song. I actually have reaction. Oh, we do? Yeah. You suck, you <laughs> <jackass>. <laughs> No, was I not My nailing the drifters? Especially the low parts, Tony. Was I not nailing under the boardwalk? Yeah. I had every word. I had the melody. I mean, I was tight. I would win one of those stupid TV shows where they... Where, don't they have a karaoke show with Jamie Foxx? Yes. Wasn't actually, there a, a TV karaoke there's a, show? There's, uh, karaoke. There is a karaoke sing-off or karaoke competition. And this just recently, it was the two like guys from... Battle, Ray, yeah, Lip Sync Battle. That's Lip what it's Sync called. Battle, yeah. And it was just the, it was the two guys, the two brothers from Ray Donovan. It was... Um, Oh, the guy that... Leif Schreiber? No, no, no. It wasn't Leif. It was the two younger brothers. Leif Schreiber is Ray Donovan. I, and yeah, then the other was, Ray Donovan's the DEA agent who was responsible for that big cocaine bust. Did you see what they did on the news? They got all the cocaine 
and they brought it into this place and they, all of it. and they stored it. They brought a third of it. And then they had a news conference yes. and they had all the dope behind them and they nailed like six guys for this thing. They're, yeah, they're supposed to go to jail for a lifetime. Exactly. And or they, until the coke runs out. Right. Which could be a lifetime. <laughs> no, seriously. You know I love my, some, me some karaoke, Robin. It took me a while when I moved to L.A. to go to the birthplace of karaoke in America. Where was that Now at closed, Dimples. And I took Robin there multiple times. And I'm on tape. The one good thing about Dimples is they recorded you when you sang. You saw my great Man, I Feel Like a Woman, Man, I feel like a woman rendition. Didn't you hear my Barry White rendition at the same place, Dimples? I've done one song. I'll do one song karaoke. I do it every single time I do it. What I've only it? done it half a dozen what times. What is it? Clarence Carter Stroking. Yeah, Stroking's a good song. I do it. I, I have Speaking of under the boardwalk and hand jobs no, and, own, and Hannah and Palma and Henderson. I do my own little rendition of it's good. It's uh, Pooch Hall, who plays the black brother Isn't that on that Ray you? Donovan, and then Diz Mihawk, who is also a fantastic... Not Jack Mihawk, that's Pooch his Hall. cousin. Is that a new Indian joint up there on 14th? I think it is, yeah. It's good. And they did the lip sync battle, and they dressed up... Um, Pooch dressed up as Janet Jackson, and Diz uh, dressed up as... Um, I've never seen... The, the other show that was big I've was that masked, the Masked Singer. Yeah. And Antonio Brown was out, and everybody wears... But they're not even singing. They're pretending they're singing, mm-hmm. Right. In the mass singer, were they singing the no, songs? They're singing. Oh, they're, they're really singing. singing. Yeah, they were that, singing the songs. They weren't lip syncing. Correct, because that's the whole point: is that you should be able to recognize their voice. Oh, okay. All right. Now this is Diz. Here, let me let me Pooch pull Hall. This up. Yeah, Pooch Hall. This is. I, I got really a buddy Pooch. They, you know, one of my buddies, uh, Bill Carapucci. We call him Pooch. Pooch. Yo, Pooch. The, hey, yo, Pooch. Yo, Cuz. What up, yo? What up? Exactly. That's so low. Pooch. So this is this is. Pooch Hall as Janet Jackson and Diz Mihawks. I thought you were um, playing me singing Feel a Man, I Feel by, Like a Woman. Who pulled that up? Um, Diz Mihawk did Ariana, Ariana Grande, yeah. Control. What? Uh, why is this not playing? I don't know. But oh. I don't know why all of a sudden... Oh, because Dean posted it. Control what I do. And this time... But they're not no. really singing. They're lip syncing, They're right? lip syncing. It's okay. a lip sync battle. So it's not karaoke. That's bullshit, man. But look, look. Yeah, you just go out there. It's like playing air guitar. You just lip sync it to right. however they're going to do it. Yeah, this is the LL Cool J thing. That's easy, man. Anybody can lip sync. Sing the song. They did this with Channing Tatum and his right. wife. Yeah. So they do it with a bunch of celebrities. So there's you know what we call food. this programming summertime filler programming. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't think I, I don't think. I and then, and then uh, let's go to. No, how about going to Tony Bruno? No, hold on. Live at Dimples, Robin. That, but let me just show you. This is this is Diz Mihawk as Ariana Grande. Not Jack Mihawk. Was he on that show? I, I can't watch. This. Not Phil McCockiner. My friend Phil McCockiner. You know oh, him, don't you? Tony Sounds Bruno. Horrible. I don't know if this is just the audio sounding bad or whatever, yeah, it but sucks. It, but anyway, that's that was lip sync. Yeah, it's battle. a dude. It's Trevor from the two or three. Yeah, it's a dude. Yeah, dude. We, we know that. That's no, dude. someone was asking, "Is it a dude?" Oh. I said, "Yeah, it's a dude." I'm helping our people out there. Um, <sighs> can we play a song that actually people like? Yes. Okay. I got one right here. This is a great song. We Seriously, Robin, bring it up now, please. Bring me up, please. Yes. This is the original, man. Eddie Cochran. Turn up the volume a little bit more from the, where I showed Please. you before. I never turned that. I never touched that. Turn down for what? I'm working on summer just to try to earn a dollar. 
Should we play that tonight? To carry the Tony Bruno karaoke classics. I will save it for this evening, so y'all have to turn tune in tonight for 10 o'clock, right after this week in baseball. Keep on scratching. <laughs> tonight we'll be playing Tony singing Man, I Feel Like a Woman. Because I was transitioning long before it was cool in early 2000. Before everybody else was, guys were trying to get involved in women's sports, women's entertainment, women's singing. I was all over it. Great song, right? That's there. one from back in the day. Why don't we get one from today? I got one. Now, let me give you another classic. This may be the greatest summer song ever. I don't know, Tony. Yeah, listen. Roll out those lazy, hazy, crazy days of summer. Those days of soda and pretzels and beer. Roll out those lazy, hazy, crazy days of summer. Just off the sun yes, indeed. and moon and sing How can you not love Nat King Paul, man? Just fill your basket full of sandwiches These songs just sounded leaves. good, you know? You know how good this song sounds? House up, now you're set Are you sitting me? And on the beach you'll see the girl This is why we don't want him on tonight's show. That's right, man. He's no a one's liking this. Are you kidding me? But they never get them wet Roll out those lazy, hazy, crazy days of summer. Hey, shut the fuck up. <laughs> the day, no, of, Glenn, and that the day of untaxed soda and pretzels yeah, and beer. When, when days were good, you know what I mean? When you didn't have to pay for soda taxes. When cocaine wasn't being seized by the shipload. I've never heard this. Are you serious, man? No, I know. I've never heard this. Robin, can you hear something else? Nack and Cole just had that natural, smooth, happy. Oh, yeah, I know. It's fantastic. One of the greatest voices of all time, man. Why from the moment that those lovers start arriving Meanwhile You'll see more kissing in the cars than on the screen I just saw Robin laugh, she actually laughed or something like that Those days of soda and pretzels And drugs And weed Would always be Oh, how about this mix? DJ Ronnie slightly just entered the room. 
I'm talking about, Tony. I think they canned him on Sirius XM Chill. Okay, he's a hell of a drug. I like this. I never heard this, but I like it. This is Indian Summer by Jai Wolf. Who? <laughs> this is great, though. I feel like I'm at a uh, Cirque du Soleil show. Cirque du Soleil is here, by the I way. I know. We were supposed I to know, go see it, Robin. I know. I just haven't had it's a It's the ice skating Cirque du Soleil at the Wells Fargo Center this weekend. What are you doing tomorrow night? I'm skating on thin ice, actually, lately. <laughs> but no, there's a new Cirque du Soleil show. How is that, that's by so the way? Bad. That's Fading good. Fading it from one to the that other. That was good. That's pretty good, right? Forget the Summer 69. This is this right. I like this. I like it too. No, I've heard you've heard this song. No, I've never. Yes, had. it's it's played everywhere. Well, it's it's always played on your chill channel, Tony. It's, exactly, because you know Come I'm a chill, chill guy. I like this. Song. That's Jai Wolf, J A I. He was not look? drafted last night, by the way, but he's a sleeper. Right. <laughs> Actually, I, no, I think he was dealt to San Antonio for cash considerations <laughs> and a future second round pick, Tony. As you would say, I like it. It's got a good beat. You can dance to it. I think I'll give it a seven point three. This is right out right here, man. This is, this is top down. Or the moon roof. Yeah. I got the moon roof. I got the panoramic roof. Yeah. This is nice. I just realized that because I'm a lefty, you got it, Trevor. there are certain things that I don't do well with my you other hands. You can't mix so it. You can't put the one. I, need, I actually you need the, the board. One you can't do it on the ones and twos. I need the board on the other side because I'm doing a cross crossover here. Luckily, you got the man here, DJ Jazzy Jeff, Tony Bruno. You know, DJ Jazzy Jeff follows me on Twitter. Do you know that? Should. We met him a couple years ago at the roller skating rink. He ring. loves you. We got to get him on the show, man, DJ Jazzy Jeff. I should. I tried to get him in the, uh, to come into uh, comedy sports a few years back, but he had he had so many like already um, prior Oops. commitments he couldn't. But get speaking down. of great songs, Robin. Okay. Speaking. Yeah, this, this is timeless. I mean, for me, it's kind of. This song doesn't get old, Bleach. No. It's cliche as hell, but No, it's not. It's it's a it's an absolute summer classic. Oh, man. it is. Summer, 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 summer time. People rip Will Smith. This guy had this guy can do it all, man. Here it is, a groove slightly transformed. Just a bit of a break from the norm. Just a little something to break the monotony of all that hardcore dance that has gotten to be a little bit out of control. You don't go up to the plateau, man? Come on, man. You don't run up in the plateau? Give me a soft, subtle mix. And if it ain't broken, don't try to fix it. And think of the summer's a crescendo, yeah. Adjust the bass and let the alpine blast. Pop in my CD and let me run around and put your Rebel Man says you keep this up, I'll call Denny Terrio. You don't want that kind of no, no, no. down here. That shit's not good, man. Stevie B and the boys be down here in two seconds. <laughs> Forget playing Gloria, they'll be playing Lydia. <laughs> oh, Lydia. Yeah, come on. Tony, I know it's time to sit back, but, but you know, summer, summertime is all about those girls. It's all about what? It's all about the summer girls, man. I love the summer girls. So why don't we, like, uh, scroll on up? How about a little, you know, you know what else summer could be? It could be a little cruel sometimes. It could be a cruel summer. Sometimes it's a good, uh, sometimes it's a cruel, sometimes make a cruel. Blowing out the, the uh, blowing out the, all the playlists here at the end of the show. 
If you have requests, by the way, 215-426-TONY. 215-426-462. 4-6-2-TONY. Oh, 215-462-TONY. You're getting in your last-minute request. That's it. Dedication, shout-outs. you got a sweetheart you're trying to woo. Yeah. This will be the time to do it. No dead dog dedication, no, so. We're not, we're not coming out of any up-tempo up numbers, all right? And doing a dead dog dedication. Is that one in the gap? No, it's going to be... Co- oh! Almost a collision out there in left, in left field. We're through four innings now at Wrigley Field in Chicago, and the Mets... Lead the Chicago Land Area Cubs three to two. Only one hit for the Cubs in this ball game so far. Yeah. You know why? Because it's cool. It's a cruel. It's a cruel. Cruel summer. You know we're going to be busting out more summer songs tonight, right? Yeah. I mean, seriously. You know what? That's that's a good one from Don Juan D seven twenty. Another one we didn't think of and put in the list. I'm going to keep adding to the list. Cool in the gang, summer madness. That's you know a that's, jam right there, brother. Oh man, that's that's a great call right there, Don Juan. You talk about great sounds, man. That's a great summer song. Can you just play LFO for me. Uh, wait, wait, look. Do you like girls who wear Abercrombie and Fitch? I steal your honey like I stole your bike. Exactly right, man. Let me get it. Let me get it ready. Here we go. Thank you. In the summer. Wait, this one. Just one more less. One less taste. Okay, I added Summer Madness to the list. Yeah. I like it when the girls Here, walk it. by. Timeless. Yeah, seamless. I like it when the girls stop by in the summer. Let me handle this one. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Can we get a little more volume? And some volume. Have some volume down here as well? It's Robin. All right. When we met that summer. Kids on the block, had a bunch of hits. Chinese food makes me sick. But I think it's fine when girls stop by in the summer. In the summer. I like girls who wear Abercrombie and fish. I take it if I had one wish. The girl in this video? Jennifer Love Hewitt. Summer. No! Yes! Pop mama, they stick and span. Made you want summer and it all began. So the bad. best girl that I ever did see. The great Larry Bird, Jersey 33. When you take a sip, you buzz like a hornet. Billy Shakespeare wrote a whole bunch of sonnets. Call me Willie Whistle because I can't speak, baby. Something in your eyes went and drove me crazy. Now I can't forget you and it makes me mad. Left one day and never came back. Stayed all summer, then went back home. Macaulay Culkin wasn't home alone. Deep in love, but now we ain't speaking. Michael J. Fox was Alex P. Keaton. When I met you, I said my name was Rich. You look like a girl from the Fitch. New kids on the block had a bunch of hits. Chinese food makes me sick. This guy's not with us anymore, right? He died. Passed away. Two out of the three are gone, Tony. For the summer, I like girls that wear Abercrombie and Fitch. I take her if I had one wish. But she's been gone since that summer. Cherry pants, cold crush, rocks, not boogie. Used to hate school, so I had to play hooky. Always been so hip bad, to the b-boy style. Known to act wild and make a girl smile. Love new addition in a candy girl. Remind me of you because you rock my world. You come from We have a new new follower, T Jacksney. Tony, great to find your show again. Longtime listener from when you were in Philly. Also, I remember playing Madden when you were on there. Well, we're still in Philly now. Yes. We're down in the wine cellar in South Philadelphia. Just a few blocks away from blowing up at refineries. And uh, Collins 21, love this Danford shirt, Robin. Yes, I see. I qualify to wear this because I graduated from Stanford. And one Stanford player was actually taken in the second round last night. 
And now I didn't graduate from Stanford University, but it was on the university property I graduated from Stanford Kindergarten. Thank you very much. We turn back up in the summertime. Girls got going on. I'm in the middle of my jam here, man. Dude. Steal your honey like I stole your bike. Boogaloo shrimp and pogo sticks. My mind takes me back there oh so quick. How many times are we going to mention Abercrombie and Fitch? Think about that summer in our book because I miss it. Like the color purple macaroni and cheese. Ruby red slippers in a bunch of trees. He's just random, just rhyming. Yeah. I like Kevin Bacon, but I hate Footloose. Like Kevin Bacon, but I hate Footloose. Come on, man. But I'm really not sure When I met you I said my name is Rich You look like a girl From Abercrombie and Fitch New kids on the block Had a bunch of hits Chinese food makes me sick And I think it's fly when girls Meanwhile every brother in the, Every brother in the country right now Is saying I like girls that wear Abercrombie and Fitch I take one wish What are they saying now The brothers listening to this I'm fighting for my life <laughs> 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 See, that's why I can't come back tonight. This, this is the jam right here. I should get up and start dancing with this. Go ahead, man. You so got your Cavarichis on or what? No, the Z Cavarichis? No, I need, need those the, the, the shorter pants. I can pull them up and do this. You got to do that move. Yeah, you don't understand, Robin, because when he gets up his toes, you got to pull them It's so goofy. It's not goofy. Yeah, yeah. Riding in the drop top at the top down, so you're switching lanes, girl. Pull up to the red light, look and ride, come and let me get your name, girl. Tell me where you're from, what you do, what you like, let me pick your brain, girl. And tell me I gotta get out of this radio business, just become a DJ, man. Spin tunes at night. Yeah, I like it. Thank God Luigi's in dancing. You don't even know if I can dance, brother. I got three years of dancing. I ain't your basic white boy, all right? Well, let's bust a little tube now as we go a little more early. Oh, I love tube. Remember his summer vacation? Damn, Jim, the spot's getting hot. So how the fuck am I supposed to make a knot? Police looking at niggas through a microscope. In L.A., everybody and their mama sell dope. They trying to stop it. So what the fuck can I do to make a profit? Get the fuck to St. Louis. That's cool. Because nobody knows. We stepped off the plane. Four gang bangers, professional crack slings. All right, that's enough. Now let's break down the National Jesus Hockey Christ. League grab tonight. From cube to ice. Here we go. Exactly right. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get down on the ice. Because it is time for Luigi's final mock draft of, what, the of the NHL draft tonight and tomorrow in Vancouver, Connecticut, ladies and gentlemen. Now, in Vancouver, uh, in, uh, BC. And here it is. British Columbia. From picks one through whatever. Who the fuck is that? <laughs> there you go. That's exactly what it is, Tony. But at least when they put the sweaters on tonight, <laughs> up there in Vancouver, BC. 
you'll know that that guy that was drafted will be playing for that organization. And if not, he will be handed another sweater of another team immediately afterwards. <laughs> Riddle has made his way down, Tony. Lily's over here, but sitting by the fan. They're, the they're time. waiting for the big finale. The national, last night we saw the NBA draft where nobody knows where the hell anybody went. Right. And there's a lot of hats that have just been thrown out to the streets. And Lids is ha going crazy today trying to figure out whose hat to sell. Right. But the people in Haiti are celebrating like them before, Tony, because it's NBA Lottery Hat Day. Now, you, exactly. didn't see, you didn't see Lily a little while ago. Was she dancing? No. no, she was so funny. She came and she sat in front of the fan and just put I her had to face get Robin's up. attention. She was going, she was moving, she was oscillating with the fan <laughs> yeah. like that. She's, She's like, ah, oh, that feels so good. Dude. I think we had tape. No, we don't have tape. No, we don't have tape. With the first pick, and this year's. Uh, the worst part, other than, worse than uh, what's-his-face, the guy looks like a werewolf. Guy looks like a werewolf? Yeah, the NBA commissioner. Adam, what's his name? Adam Silver. Adam Silver. Good guy. He looks like a werewolf. Yeah, he looks like a guy that would be hanging in a cave somewhere with bats. He's a little hairy. Hairy? He doesn't have any hair. He doesn't have any hair, Robin. <laughs> he looks like a bat. When you, when you, well, I'm then thinking, he's not a werewolf. A werewolf like would a have lots of hair. No, I didn't say a werewolf, did I? Oh, I was did. wrong. I'm sorry. A vampire. That's oh, what I meant. All right. Imagine him with the vampire. But you know who really looks like a vampire? Is the NHL commissioner. I've never seen him before because obviously I don't watch the NHL. The guy hands out the Stanley Cup. He's booed everywhere he goes. He I'm was booed being, everywhere I go. He What's was being booed before it was cool to boo the NFL commissioner, Roger Goodell, at the drafts. Now that's what we need that's on the summertime. That's not the guy with the white hair, is it? No, it's the guy who looks like... The oh. Count from Sesame Street. Robin, how about this right now? Someone just sent that to me. How about that right now? Who sent you this? Who sent That's you what that? we need right now. Oh. What is that? That's where we need to be. Surf and That's what we need to be out, eating. Out on the island of Capri. Oh. Nice bottle yes. of white chilled. Come on, man. I need to be right now in the British Virgin Islands. No, see, that's it. I need to be getting some fresh lobster, some caprese. Right there. That's, that's, I need to be seeing some clean water. That's what water. we need right there. I need clean, warm water. You know what I'm saying? Oh, wait, I didn't actually transfer it. Hold on. Put it back up again. It would help if I actually put the right camera live. Let's try that again. That's what we need to... This, this is where we need to be right now. Uh-oh-oh. Yeah, baby. Gary Bettman, ladies and gentlemen, looks like the Count from Sesame Street. Correct me if I'm wrong. Tell me if you've never seen... No, he does. ...why you've never seen Gary Bettman and the Count from Sesame Street in the same place at the same time. So Dean says, Tony... Tony, how do you work with two people that don't go out and get knowledge about hockey to be able to contribute to, to the show? This is an outrage. It is an outrage. Well, you're really on two things, Dean. First, number one, it's not work if you're not getting paid for it. <laughs> number one, okay? <laughs> number two, we're just messing around. And, of course, number three, as always, well, Robin has me turned down, so you just ruined my No, mind. it's... That's me. I'm, I, have the, I have the music with So you can't... I mean, you can I'm play some things simultaneously, but... Tony has... I have it down now, Robin. Just relax. I love Dean, but... But my asshole. How about that? So love. Ridiculous, man. It's because it's on the same line. And I had to turn Tony down because he doesn't know how to do it. All. I have it all the way down. You, qu you what, question you my knowledge. For, I, need to, I need to know what you're turning it down for, though. That's I'm turning it down for turn what? It down for what? I'm turning it down and because I want to make sure it's under. And it Dean, go, you, you sweep it under okay, you. Okay, Dean, okay, I need to make... Let me note right here that there would be... No show at all if it weren't for my geek expertise. So that's what I bring to the table. Right. Yeah, you gotta, you know, you gotta, you gotta make uh, concessions. I gotta. But one thing this show does, facts yeah. and, come back and, and see. one thing this show does do is it it covers all the sports. Except we didn't do our uh, 
You know what update we didn't do today? We tried to get a Dom Brown update, but we could, it was not we available. We updated. But we, always, we didn't cover today's uh, the cricket update. Oh, oh, I know. We didn't cover cricket. Are we going like on day four? There's there we go. Update. There's, There's your update. There's your update. update. <laughs> and see, that's what I bring to the program. That's right exactly. That's what. You know, like cricket. I, listen, I watch cricket. I don't get it. I know it's huge in India. It's huge all over the world. In the UK? I mean, Dean, I'm, I'm sure Dean's been on a cricket match or two in his day. Nah, he has they a last cricket. forever, don't they? they, they take like the only week. crickets he knows is the lighter and the phone. Right? The cricket cell phones, and then there's a cricket yes. lighter. Remember the little cricket oh, yeah, lighters? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do we have an OJ Simpson update? Is he back? Is, has he stabbed anybody since he's been out? I, he's not following me, though. I'm really pissed what off. What do you do if OJ DMs you? There was actually some battle no, going I'm on. I'm scared out of so, my life. So OJ is back on as the real OJ32. We know that, right? Yep. The that happened Luke's last. Tony. Talk about Father's Day weekend. You had OJ Simpson on Twitter and then Bill Cosby espousing how he's still America's dad from prison. But the O.J. Simpson thing's interesting because one guy, then there's all these fake O.J. accounts. There's like O.J. the killer. And so all these other fake accounts are up there. And one guy who called himself O.J. the killer tweeted something pretending to be O.J. the killer. And then he got an actual tweet back from the real O.J. No! With a knife emoji. With a knife emoji. See, O.J., see, okay, we can make fun of that. Yes. We can do that. When you do, it's a literal threat. Like, do you understand? Like, there's certain lines you can't oh, cross. Creepy. When you send that emoji, it means that you're really going to stab someone because you literally did stab two people. And got away with it. Now, the, you know, the whole, see, that's why you don't ask for autographs and you don't have paraphernalia in your house. Because sooner or later, somebody's going to steal it and you're going to have to go kill them or threaten to kill to them get to get it back. it back. That's why you shouldn't have open practices. You have open practices, you go get autographs, those autographs become valuable, kids. I'm trying to help you in the future. Apparently, those OJ memorabilia was worth dying for, Tony. I'll exactly you right. right. You got wife. memorabilia in your house. Somebody steals it. You're going to go all OJ. You're going to get away with double murder and then find out you're going to go to jail later on for just trying to get your damn shit back at gunpoint. Exactly. You should I take my Andy's slides? Uh, now, Tony, we have, we have several people on Twitter who have chimed in on their favorite summertime songs. Right, one more song here before we go. We're not doing any more encores here. This isn't, uh, this isn't Bruce Springsteen, where he keeps going back. I was watching uh, last night, uh, yesterday afternoon, and I fell asleep. I was watching on Access TV. And uh, Robin was watching a little bit, too. They have great concerts. But these concerts are all old, and you're saying, wow, they really look good. They sound good. And they're like 10 years yeah, old. Yeah, and then you find out. Stevie oh, Nicks like, and yeah. company. And they sounded good live. They were in the Boston. But they've always sounded good live. They have you a big Stevie, a lot not of just Stevie Nicks, and stuff. Fleetwood Mac, awesome in concert, man. They just churn out hit after hit after hit. Now these people that are chiming in on Twitter, are they also listening to the show via the stream on Twitch? Because if not, I'm not. We're not playing any songs for them. No, I agree. So well, they need to go over to Twitch. Anyway. So here's the deal: if you're listening on Twitter, you're following the show tonight. We will once again continue to bring you the summer sounds. The summer sausages, the, the summer, summer Sanders. Summer Sanders may stop by and give us a little NBA breakdown from the draft. Remember Summer Sanders? We'll put a little Summer Slam on the on the oh, TV. Oh yeah, the we, w will, action. we will be very hydrated tonight. We are yes. going to break out some good bottles of wine. Exactly, and that's plural. Um, do we have? Do we have to go out and buy some? Or we, what do we have? Do we? Uh, I think we're really low on our. Uh, we may yeah. need to have some people bring some reinforcements. You ain't got shit down here. No, we got some good stuff, but I'm not busting open like. 
$150 bottles FYI, of wine. FYI, we are waiting with bated breath to find out if um, Jack in the Back has made it to the next uh, level of hiring process by the police department. The We're good news for Jack is he's trying to go back into the police force. The bad news for Jack is that pretty much every police officer has now been uh, shut down because of Facebook posts. And they've all been turned to desk jobs here in Philadelphia. 72 cops taken off the streets because there's an organization. And, you know, they have put racist stuff on their Facebook pages. They, get, they, are, they are held accountable for it. Well, but 72 cops in Philly wow. are now at desk jobs. I didn't even know they had 72 desk jobs in the police department. I think they had to create them because they're probably under... And then you got the same thing going on in St. Louis. Half of the police force has now been suspended because they checked their Facebook post to see that they're putting racist stuff, and then they, sh- they shut them down. I should have been a cop. I want to take the test for it, too. And so what happens is now nobody wants to be a cop because they, they keep lowering the standards because they can't find people who want to be cops anymore. Right. Because it's hard being a cop. Who wants to be a cop this day? Well, I wouldn't time? want to be a cop. No. I mean, and you also have to have, I mean, that unfortunately, uh-oh. there's... All, there's uh-oh. It is high. It is gone. And the Cubs. And the Cubs have just left the station. Well, they're still in the building. Addison Russell, two-run dinger. We haven't seen him lay a slap down, a beat down on anything like that. Now, see, I'm not going to do any kind of uh, no. what happened last year. Please. Addison Russell just goes... That's a two-run bat. Two-run shot, Tony. Two-run rip, and that ball was just up there by Vargas of the New York Mets. Curveball left hanging to you. Yes, it did, and he jacked that baby. I don't know what the exit velocity is. I don't know what the uh, all that other stupid stuff that they have on stats in baseball, because baseball just doesn't have enough stats. It is now 4-3 Cubbies. They're in the bottom of the fifth, that Wrigley Field, the only day game of the weekend. We told you about the big weekend series coming up. Dodgers, Rockies, Atlanta, the Nationals, Dallas Keuchel scheduled to start. Houston and the Bronx, they started that series last night with the Yankees. Albert Pujols back in St. Louis. Chase Utley back in Philadelphia tonight for his retirement. Tony. And the Miami Marlins in town, and there will be plenty of seats available for this series. No, this is sold out tonight. Well, tonight. Tonight's sold out. But will you go pay to go see the Miami Marlins? Without no. Chase Utley in town? I wouldn't pay to see Miami Marlins with Chase Utley in town. How about if they bring in Don Johnson to do Miami Vice Night? Or some sort of Miami stuff that would bring people to the yard? Because, well, my milkshake brings all well, the Well, yeah, but not anymore. What are you talking about? In the meantime. In the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to wrap it up. And don't forget, speaking of wrapping it up, wrap that rascal this weekend. Wrap that rascal this Wrap that rascal this weekend. Sometimes you may have to double bag it. Because it's all about being safe out there. It is I want everybody to be safe. It's another weekend. It's supposed to be a nice weekend here on the eastern seaboard after all this rain. Be fun, but be safe. I, I love when the forecast says abundant sunshine. You don't see that very often in the forecast. Abundant sunshine. Or you could be like Len and don't steal my don't, sunshine. Uh, don't steal my sunshine is right. So tonight, do you want to hang out tonight? Luigi's not going to. Unless, unless I give him some Adderall. But tonight we will be live again. 10 to 1. We may not go to 1. It depends on how the show rolls. Sometimes it may be good. Exactly. (laughs) But we will be playing more summer songs. And we will have all the scores from today's baseball. We'll we'll have complete coverage and breakdown of the National Hockey League draft tonight. Oh, I'm definitely not showing. Round 1 tonight. And then, unlike the NBA, they kept going in the round two until almost one o'clock in the morning when nobody's watching. 
I mean, no. Even Manu Bowl turned it off, and his son went all the way at the end of the draft. Well, he's been passed away for several years. My point. <laughs> I don't know if you remember that tone. Yeah, I know. If you have to double bag it, you don't have to just be in Kensington to double bag it. You should. Don't. You should double bag it anywhere. It's, this day and age, let's be safe out there, kids. All kinds of things in the air. Be safe. Flowers be safe. in her hair. And now another ball. It's all the way in the ivy. Chris Bryant. Chris Bryant with a stand-up double. One out. And the Cubs slapping the baseball, slapping Whitey around at Wrigley Field, ladies and gentlemen. They're barreling that thing today. A lot of barrels on the ball. I guarantee you right now, sitting in the Phillies clubhouse before tonight's weekend series and Chase Utley night, he's talking about barreling. He probably watched Chris Bryant just lace that one all the way to right center field. And it went into the ivy. The ivy's fully grown now. And that ball went in, and it came out. But he got the barrel on. Look at this right now. See? Let's watch it again. That's barreling the ball, Luigi. Or as we like to call hitting it. Yeah, we used to call it hitting. Now <laughs> it's about barreling. Dean says, hey, Tony, did you know that they have serial numbers on condoms? They did? I didn't know that. I have a barcode, but it doesn't open up all the way until I get the, you know, you start it out, and then it, you, when, you, when it gets all the way open, that's when you can actually read the, scan the barcode. You know they have ex- expiration dates too, Tony, so the one from like 1983. Is I still have it in my wallet Maybe just in case. Maybe barcodes on the outside, on the wrapper, but not on the condom itself. I think you got to have a barcode. That'd be annoying right to hear that doo-doo every time you go in and out. <laughs> oh man! And I'm out. That's it. I'm done. That's I just shot done. my load early on, man. I'm All done. right, that's it. I'm Robin, useless. hit the damn music. And just like that, another three hours and nine minutes that passes by, Tony. Of the kind of quality content you don't get anywhere else. Yeah, Josh Innes on the show today. We had the Zabe, Steve, Steve Zabin from me. Milwaukee. Had great people out there listening, checking in, following us. Watching us. And we thank you for this. We're was singing thing. along tonight. More music, more summertime stuff, more red wine. Maybe we'll have a little uh, side table. You know, if you want to stop by, let us know. Don't drink and drive, don't text and drive, and God bless America. It's a beautiful country. We'll see you tonight at 10 o'clock for the late show, day night doubleheader. Keep on scratching. This knife has a straight edge on it, so it's very easy. Maybe in our world here, they live. Thank you for listening to the Tony Bruno Show on Bruno Nation Live. Don't forget to subscribe on the Twitch mobile app so you don't miss any of Bruno Nation's hilarity and hijinks because it is definitely must-watch radio. Of course, you can catch the archived audio on your favorite podcast app like Spreaker or iTunes. Plus, if you subscribe via Twitch, you can watch any of our archived videos. We hope to see you back here every Monday through Friday. See you soon. See you soon.